0: your house
1: yeah
2: this is in my house and oh. here we we'll go walk there. coming from the caveman oh. studios in buffalo new york welcome to caveman corner with your host jeff
0: Click subscribe and the bell. Do it now! Hello, guys. Welcome back. How you guys doing? Good.
2: good. How are you?
0: Awesome. I like that you just turned enough just to almost cut Mike out, but not quite enough. Oh,
1: sorry. I was trying to, like, he turned it up, so I'm, like, it's backwards. There we go. There we go.
0: Perfect. Perfect. How do you like to open?
1: Dude, I thought it went really well. Honestly, it ran pretty smooth. Like, I mean... You're always gonna have like little hiccups and people aren't gonna like hear like them being called and stuff but i felt like it was really ran well like it was smooth like
3: dude so um i like dude today was a great day um i thought it was like good vibes overall um i remember walking past josh reinhardt and uh joe hacken and just mm-hmm. like boom, just touching them as i'm walking and then i like took a step back i'm like bro i don't know why this is but today when I go out, I just want to touch
0: everybody. I give them five, <laughs> touch them, give them a hug, whatever. I don't know. It was just—it's always just good vibes. I love it. Like we—it was like, man, everyone seemed pretty. For a pretty, con, sometimes our community can be pretty contentious, and I thought, uh, everything mm-hmm. was like really, really smooth today. Everyone was pretty happy to be there. Everyone, you know, got along. Even the people that don't really like each other, everyone got along. It was like, a, a really yeah, I don't think it was. Tense. Yeah. I don't think it was
3: intense at all. I don't think there was any tension.
0: Honestly, no, not, no. I feel
1: like this was one of the first years that it, like, kind of was a little bit more chilled and relaxed without, like, that tension, which is kind of funny, like you said, because a lot of, like, when we did the podcast just a couple days ago, we were talking about, like, how there's been a lot of movement of teams lately, so I expected it, I
3: think, to be a little bit more tense,
2: but <coughs> it
1: actually was pretty chill.
2: Yeah, I um,
3: I only got, like, one dirty look from an uh, old gym owner, uh, for whatever reason that is, but <laughs> it's okay, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think uh, probably the highlight for me and the tournament today was watching uh, Matt Flores gives black belt. I was uh, excited to see that. I was competing and I
3: missed it. Yeah. I, I was, uh, who, I think me and Kevin or me and Cameron, one of the two. Uh, I didn't even hear it till after. It was
1: I, you and Cameron because I was with him because I was uh, videotaping <laughs> his matches. And then right after, um, mm. I was like, kind of like, he got done so I like took a step back and I was by the barrier and somebody said something to me I don't even remember who it was it might have been uh I don't even remember Pedro or Dan was like hey I think Matt Flores just got his black belt I'm like what I'm like that is awesome and then he had just happened to come like walking towards me and I started screaming I was like
3: I I gave him the
1: biggest hug because I was super happy for him because like we had started really close to like Similar time, so we like kind of went through like the whole journey together. So I was really excited for him. He's such a good dude. Like, I don't know, and what him and his brother Jose are doing is awesome over at their place.
0: Yeah, I love it too. He uh he won his match. He's like, watch this. I'm gonna go get that stuff for my black belt. Go watch this. Go get everybody. We're gonna go do it. <laughs> go get Jose. I'm gonna go get my black belt right now. that's was awesome. it was so good. I was so happy for him. Mom, I love him to death. Like we were, we we're kids close to kids coaches together for a really long time and man he's a good person and no one loves jujitsu more than him I mean people can love it equally but no one can love it more than him and man I'm I'm so happy to see that yeah definitely
1: I think too like he just loves teaching like so much too like he's all about like spreading the knowledge and stuff like that which he's just such a personable dude like you can't ever hate that dude like I, I don't think I've ever met anybody that ever had anything bad to say about Matt Flores. Like,
0: I know somebody. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it was about yeah, a motorcycle. Know. That was a bad it was a business deal, but it was. Oh! Fun oh. Yeah, that dude owes me money. I was like, good luck getting <laughs> money from that guy. He's choking your shit out like somebody from my work. I mean, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah I you guys <laughs> gave me a dirty
3: lick, but I guess I don't know.
1: No. I know. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I was gonna say, I never heard anything bad about him. He, he's just such a good <laughs> dude, so lighthearted. Like, he always wants for the best, like, for his teammates, his students. Like, I, I was, like, helping a uh, coach today, and I was, like, coaching one of, like, the female students that train at our gym, and I will say, nobody is louder than the crew from TakeOver. Like, if you are from TakeOver, they are the most loudest, rowdy, like bunch like the person could be like losing or down and dude they are still screaming and shouting I she was like I couldn't even hear you I go I was trying so hard to scream to you but I was like I can't like overpower them I'm like they are a very rowdy bunch
0: <laughs> it's a big advantage too because like it makes you like it gets in your head sometimes when you're competing against I mean like not us because we're like pretty experienced but you know if you have a competitor very much and you got like 30, 40 people yelling against you. Like, it's hard to compete against that. It's uh, good energy. Yeah. It's, it's hard to do that. Like, WNY used to be like that. I um, uh, don't really, like, me personally, I don't really like that that much. But, I, I like, yeah. I'm so happy for them guys. Like, it works I'm, for them. And
3: I'm actually kind of more motivated to disappoint all those people. <laughs> to me, <laughs> I, would, I would honestly rather have, like, I, I told Ashley, there's so many people that told me what time you compete what, dude i can't wait to watch you i'm like bro you're making me nervous like <laughs> I, I don't want to disappoint you i'd rather have nobody watch me um as opposed to like 100 people watching you like, yeah. oh, damn. so like to me it's motivating um going against a big crowd you know uh,
1: i love having that I, pressure on me i
0: like, like it when it's on yeah. me i like everyone looking at you
1: well that was like the girl that i faced in toronto like uh, she's awesome. We're, like, friends, but uh, she's very well-known in that area, and everybody loves her. Like, she's been there forever. We actually got her black belts on the same day together, and I went against her in the Toronto Open, and it was wild to hear, like, everybody, like, it's, like you said, it's a different experience when everybody's rooting against you, you feel like, but as, like, I, like, I don't even care if I'm losing, like, this girl's not submitting me. Like, I am not giving up, and, like, I kept going through the whole, like, match. Like, it is, like, motivating, but, like, It's also, like, it's a different experience. Like, one of our female students won against a female um, from TakeOver, and I, like, had that pep talk with her before, and I go, I'm going to tell you this right now. I go, they're (laughs) going to be very loud and very, like, cheering. I go, you just got to stay calm. I go, it's going to be, like, you're going to feel, like, overwhelmed with how loud and stuff they are. I go, but they're just, like, rooting for their teammate. Like, they're a very, like, proud bunch. I go, just try to like stay calm and do the best you can.
0: I like it. I like it. That's good for them, man. I uh, I don't think it's wrong. I just uh, like, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like the quiet guys that are like, "Yay, let's go!" You know, like.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't like people like yelling. Like me and him have a very like, I think that's why we work like so well. Like in competition, like when we're both competing and stuff, is because we both know exactly like how each other like want to be coached. Like we're both like, just tell me the time, like tell me I'm doing okay, like, don't, like, yell and scream at me, like, mm-hmm. let's just be, like, chill, and, like, maybe say, like, little things here and there, but not, like, a whole bunch of things, like, not be, like, hey, do
3: a triangle, do a triangle. <laughs> yeah, like, like, to me, I got yelled at enough as a kid, so to me, getting yelled at isn't um, a motivating factor for me, it actually, like, turns me off this Is where I was shut down, um, if you um so like Corey Webster, I used to take his cardio kickboxing class and I'll be like, all right, man, only ten more seconds. And in my head, I'm like, I don't know if I got ten seconds. But for you, Corey, I will, man, because you believe me. Then I've had other coaches where I don't know if they came military background, whatever it was, they are like, Go you fucking maggot, you fucking go. I'm like, I I can't, I quit, I can't,
1: and I (laughs) told Ashley, I'm
3: not going to class no more. I can't get all that like that. Yeah. Me, I'm like, I guess
1: I'm fine, and yeah, as I say, yeah, I'm fine, and either, because some days I feel like I need that, like, kick in the ass where I'm like, I need somebody to be like, no, you're not quitting, like, you're doing this, and then sometimes, like, I just need that little motivation where you're like, you're doing good, you're solid, like, it's
3: cool. So, like, MMA, right? (laughs) You fought MMA, right, before, all right, so, um, (laughs) it's it's one thing like when somebody's like up 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 go up, go 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 but then if you you don't one you're telling your opponent you couldn't do what you were supposed to do two you're telling the judges you you uh can't do what you're supposed to i would rather like be in a bad position and just be like you're doing great you know what to do from here you're good so then it's like you feel at ease you're comfortable and then also your opponent it doesn't give them that edge like when somebody's yelling, get up, get up, get up, and you're, and they're stopping you from getting up. You know what I mean? That that's just the way I look at it.
0: <laughs> I like it. That, that's a good good thought. I never thought about it quite like that. Maybe I shouldn't keep screaming maybe, up above. Yeah, maybe the mm-hmm. dude's like, damn, he's
3: he is comfortable here. He seems calm. Like maybe he knows something from this position uh, that I should be worried about. You know, <laughs> it maybe gives gets him to second guess himself. Me, I like to be calm, like, in certain bad positions, and I just want, like, a nice, calming uh, atmosphere. Like, I I don't need any more stress. Like, somebody throws in uh, a submission, go, go, you gotta get out. Oh, shit. Then you start to panic. But if you're like, it's okay, you're good, breathe, everything's good.
1: I mean, I did almost want to go crazy when he, like, shot for a takedown against you. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it was so out of character for him, and I was like, wow, like, really? I was like, I was like, I thought it was a little crazy, but I respected it, like, but I was, like, a little, like, hmm, interesting uh, game plan there.
0: <laughs> I was so shocked that you shot in at I me. Mean, I didn't even bump you with my hips. I was like, oh, man.
3: <laughs> see, I,
0: What's uh, going on?
1: I go yeah, I know. This was like, I, I was shocked, too. I was, like, interesting game plan, but I respect it. Like,
3: <laughs> so, my first match, I tried a um, flying armor. You <laughs> wouldn't even know that I in my head it looked a lot different and then I literally just axe kicked Kevin (laughs) in the head and I was about so I needed to get 90 degrees to my right I think I was negative three degrees on that thing I think I was I think I went the opposite way it was bad so in my head I didn't know you were going for that I watched it a bunch of times uh this guy Peter Frank that I really like a lot so people think I dyed my hair like Gordon Ryan like Peter Frank is the man. He's got a highlight reel. P. I. T. E. R. Frank, uh, number one uh, master, one in the world. Um, just filthy. Yeah, he's got <laughs> so a, good. just a highlight reel on all these guys with flying armor, and I'm like, I told Kevin, I go, I have never ripped a flying armor in my life. I go, I've ripped flying triangles a couple times, but um, I've never armor. But I watched it enough. I was like, I think I can do it after watching it it was so bad
1: yeah he was like practicing the grips because like i like we brought out the mats of our house because it was funny because you were just talking about like how much we train at the house and just this morning before the tournament he's like i just want to go over a couple things so we like rolled out the mat and he was like show it like he's like he's like going over the grip on me he's like i think i can hit the flying arm bar from here and so i thought he might try it but i didn't know that's what he was trying against uh kevin until he told me i'm like your butt never even made it off the ground. Yeah, it like like well, I guard.
0: <laughs> I hope you like my commentary on that one.
1: It was actually when he pulled guard. He's he just oh. watched the video when we went out to eat and uh he heard you go, That was a pretty terrible like what did he say? Yeah, the hair. if yeah, the, it, was, it, if it like... wasn't for the hair, that would be a terrible guard <laughs> pull was when he thought he went for the flying arm bar.
3: Yeah, I didn't fly
1: much. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just hear me like laughing and agreeing with you and I was like, Oh, <laughs>
3: But I'll say it was great to see um, uh, everyone compete. But on top of that, like the Black Buzz complete, yourself included. Like, it's everyone could just like sit home and not compete. You know what I mean? And just, um, I don't know. Like, it, it's just good to go out there and uh, put yourself out there. Half the people are going to lose, right? <laughs> like, one, somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. Um, so it's good to see people just go out there. So I was telling multiple people this today. Sorry. There's a quote by Cobrimia, and he says, I don't compete to prove, I compete to improve. So with my losses, to, even with my wins, I might have learned a couple things, but more so like my losses. Um, uh, with Mackenzie, I learned just not to go against guys that big. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was good. He was good. He beat me up pretty good.
0: Um, Got me pretty good too. Yeah, I just, I got to work better on my, uh,
3: my triangles. It's like something that I need to pick up, uh, I need to work on. So that's what I'm going to be improving on. Uh, and that's what I'm going to look forward to, like, in the next journey. Like, working on improving that part. And I'm going to rewatch a couple of the matches, and I'm sure there's other things. Me and Ashley watched them in the car uh, when we went to the parking lot when we went to E and I was like, ah, I could have did this. I was like, right here? I should have done this. How many yeah. things was it? Like five. I just say long. I feel I like
1: I this. feel like that's the one thing we always do because we usually always like one of us will like if we are not competing at the same time, one of us will like film and like that's one of the things. Like even if we don't film, I feel like we're self aware enough of like ourselves. Like after, like it's always like the things that you could have done that like we always will like talk about it afterwards, like in a constructive thing. Like we don't like focus on it where it's solely like oh my god, like we're terrible and like. But, I mean, everybody, I think, has that, like, feeling when they compete, like, especially if you take a loss, like, the things that you could have done differently, where I feel like it's important to have that, like, thought, <clears throat> and, like, kind of, it's it's helpful to have, like, somebody else to mull it over with, where I'm, like, like healed, like, oh, like, I should have went here, 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 and then, like, it's sometimes hard to see all the time when you're looking at it, like, when you're the person in the match, but when you're looking at it from an objective, like outside standpoint like you can see a little bit more it becomes a little bit more clear so it's always cool to like kind of bounce stuff off of each other I will say though I will totally shout you out like for competing and doing as much coaching as you do in one day because first of all like coaching in itself like we were talking to Eduardo about it it's it's extremely draining like draining and it's a lot of like just mental stuff and always bouncing around and like especially in like tournaments where it's like local like you're gonna have a lot of students and like you can't be in a million places at once like i was helping eduardo like a couple of our other like higher belts were like helping trying to coach when he would be like with somebody else and i'm like man i don't know how people do this like especially you that does it like a whole bunch of it and like from kids because you guys had kids and then up into adults and then, like, compete.
0: Like, I was like, I don't know how he does it. It's so tough. Like, <laughs> you could see it in my yeah. first match. I just wasn't ready. Like, I was literally running. I had to run to do my weigh-ins, like, while everyone's, like, competing. So, I have to run in a break to weigh in. Then I have to run yeah. back. And then, like, you know, like, everyone's competing. And I have to run a change before I'm up. And then I'm up. And all of a sudden, like, I just barely got my gi on. Didn't really stretch. Didn't yeah. warm up. And it was time to go. <laughs> and I thought I had the best of three, too. So, I was like, man, I, I'm just gonna hold back a little bit in this match and then like I'll get I in the second it. and third because I just there's like a warm-up, you know, and then yeah. it really yeah, wasn't a warm-up.
1: Yeah, that's what we were all talking about. Like, and I thought it maybe just happened to you because I know we had talked about it at the thing. That was the one thing I was like really confused about because if you look at like the brackets, like they said that, but um I had a couple people from our team that had um like one person and they're like hey they didn't let me do like the best of three it was just the one match and done it it just happened to be after because you obviously went first and i was like yeah i guess that's what they're doing but it was very (laughs) strange because i don't think anybody was aware of that prior to going in it i guess that would be honestly my only like critique of the actual tournament was that it was like kind of misleading in that way because some people thought like they would have more matches and i guess it like I mean, you always want to try your best, but when you ha- know going into it, you have three matches. I think people are going to pace themselves to a certain point. And I was like, I just wish people were a little bit more like aware of that or told that prior that it wasn't going to be. I end. had
3: that happen to me last year. I thought it was best of three. I was down a ton of points. I wasn't coming back, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to just try to conserve this last minute or something. There's no point of trying to. Um, I'm going to have two more matches, hopefully. I'm at least going to get one more match. I'd rather consider myself, give myself a good chance to win the second match. And then I came back and I was like, Are we going again? They're like, No. I'm like, What do you mean, no? It, says, it literally says on the sheet, the night before, best of three. So I think that's just the one thing that they could fix yes. is just let people be, what's the word, transparency? No, I'm just going to. Oh, so that was, I, my, uh, that was I, the motto uh, for my old word, so,
1: trust and transparency. Yeah, so
3: just. <laughs> I, I just want to know if, uh, I don't care what it is, if it's one or three matches, I just want to know ahead of time what I'm going into. Am I doing a five-minute sprint, or am I going
0: to have a best of three, you know? Yeah, I agree. And uh, Josh, about transparency, I'm sure he will, uh like, he'll discuss it with us. He'll be open to talk about it. I'll message him, and I'll see what he says about it, too. Like, I don't think, you know, like... I don't know, like they're pretty transparent and most of the time if you lose you're out anyways in uh the adult division. So like I don't know, I understand. Plus it's free for us. If they just did it for the black belts, like the black belts don't (laughs) get one, that would be great too, you know. Like they're letting us come I was wondering if
1: it had something to do with like because I know that like you guys had started later, the kids had ran a little bit behind and I didn't like I assumed that maybe it was because of like timing and scheduling conflict, which I'm fine with, you know, sometimes things like jiu you just tournaments as much as you try to run them on time, don't usually, but I feel like everything still ran pretty smooth, honestly.
3: But there was also other matches after that where they did best of three.
1: There was. Yeah, oh, Dylan I... and Joe. No, that wasn't best of three. There was um there was three people in the bracket.
3: Oh, is there three people? Yeah. But I feel like there was matches that were Oh, there was. Um that Justin. Justin from my team. He had a best of match uh best of three against a guy on your team.
0: Oh, Alex? No, no, Alex wasn't. He's, he's
3: a bigger he's, guy. Uh, Masters two.
0: Uh, oh, uh, Jared. Yeah, he had Jared. Yeah, yeah, Jared. Yeah, did so a they best of three. Be, they had a
3: best of three. So. Oh, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he actually commented. I didn't here. see that. Yeah.
2: this guy oh, right man. here. Yeah. Oh, hey.
3: So, so then, um, one other thing, which it's just a mistake, but they just need to, um, the scorekeepers need to know. So I had my first match with Kevin. Um, the loser of that first match is supposed to go against the person who had the bye or didn't have a match on the other side of the bracket when there's a group of three. So then they told me I was going against Cameron the next match. And I was like, no, I go, Kevin is supposed to go against Cameron. And they're like, no. And I literally looked at the paper. I said, look right here, it says L1. It, well, it says Cameron versus <laughs> L1. That means the loser of match one. I go because Kevin could still come back and win the bracket. If he beats Cameron, then whoever wins that match is gonna go to the final. I think they just need to be um, everybody, you know what I mean? I honestly wasn't 100%. I had that happen to me at the Toronto Open the first time. It was a bracket of three. I just assumed the other guy was in the finals automatically. I was down on points and I was like trying my ass like to get those points uh, to win, not knowing that I had a match five minutes later against the other guy. I, I thought I was done. And they're like, oh, you're competing in five minutes. I was like, oh, shit. I, I did, I, same thing. I would have um just uh, paced myself a little better or maybe not. Um, just went at 150% knowing that I had another match.
0: <laughs> well, I, I learned that rule today when I went against you in uh, the Open. Yeah.
1: yeah. I almost I, – and then I thought about it after you were like, oh, I have the buy," And then I'm like, oh, I should probably tell him. And then, like, I looked behind me, and you weren't there, and I was like, crap. And then Mike was up, so I was like, oh, well, let's help. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because I think it's, like, one of those weird things, because the way, like, it looks in the bracket, you almost think, yeah. like, it shifts the vibe. Because, like, mm-hmm. the same thing happened to me. The only reason I knew is because when I did the Toronto Open wow. last, um, what was it, last fall? um there was only three of us yeah in the bracket and um <laughs> that's how it worked out too they So put it in it was,
3: small print like it is in small print where it says l oh,
0: uh oh, match one yeah yeah so, i have to figure that out i should probably know the rules as a coach
3: no nah.
1: <laughs> you did good like i said i shout out anybody who like Dude, coaches not- and competes because to do like one or the other like you know, I have a high respect for anybody that like competes out. Like, uh, we were just saying like the one thing like we wanted to touch on the most is like, and I'm sure you see it too with a lot of like your more newer students, people that haven't competed as well. Like it's so easy to get so frustrated on like losses and to get so down on themselves. And like, I never want somebody to feel so discouraged where they don't want to do it anymore. Because so I do think it is good to compete. And I'm like, it's so like important. Like one of the things that the head of our old affiliation used to always say that really stuck with both of us is like, nobody cares. Like nobody's going to remember a week from today, a year from today, like that you lost your match at like your first match at white belt or even, even your match at like brown and black belt. Like nobody's really going to remember except you. Like we're our own worst critics. And like, you're still putting yourself out there. Like, you're still, like, doing your best. Like, especially, like, as a coach <laughs> or a teacher, like, that's all I can ask people is, like, just try your best. Like, don't give up. Like, just try your best. Like, go out there. Like, Mike said, half of the people there are going to lose. Like, you're not all going to win. But, like, it's just, like, good to know that, like – and I think it's just that, like, thing, because we all, like, put pressure on ourselves. Like, you always want to do good, and especially in front of your teammates and the people that, like, are there to watch you. But, like, it's not the end of the world. Like, you're still going to, like, learn. And, like, I always just feel bad when you see the people that are so down on themselves. And, like, I even told one of our – the people that we train with, um, she lost and she was really upset. And I go – I was like, it's okay. Like, we all lose. Like, all of us here have lost. Like, all the black belts that teach classes that you take, all of us have lost. Like, it's totally fine like we never like want to lose but it happens and i was like i was like to make you feel better i go i got choked unconscious on a live stream event and i go it's still posted on youtube for people to see i go but i still like like compete when i can like it wasn't the end of the world like it's like embarrassed as i was at that time i was like oh my god i can't believe this just happened to me like i was like <laughs> it's okay that's Dee, Dee, by the way she likes to be on all appearances.
3: Yeah, George, George Brito, if you're watching this, we love you, man, we Yes. But um, he is Hard great. Fans. Um, but yeah, he told us, um, he goes, I'm pretty sure, no, he'd always say, nobody cares, work harder, right? Um, it was basically along the line where he, he said, he goes, dude, I'm pretty sure nobody asked, asked me what my record was before they came to this seminar, right? Nobody, nobody knows his record. I don't know my record, right? I told Ashley. I go. I have wins and losses. <laughs> Me, like that. I was there. I competed. That I don't remember, right? Especially like wait now, maybe we got concussions and all that stuff. But there's stuff I don't remember. You guys knew <laughs> You think? You think I remember that somebody lost in 2016? You know what I mean? I don't. One thing I I do want to touch on too is um, I was talking about this with somebody else. Uh, earlier, um, we talked about we were talking about somebody particularly about how they used to lie, right? Um, uh, about their competing, right? Uh, they'd be like, Oh, I went to this gym, and you're not going to believe this. I need our Dylan Davis, okay, sure. So the guy, so the guy told, and this was when Dylan Davis was in his prime, right?
1: Not um, Dylan Davis now, <laughs>
3: yeah, double gold brown belt champion. This was, yeah, I went to Marcellus, you're not going to believe this, all right? I, I need our okay, sure, all right so like you don't have to lie that's the one nice thing about think about this as competing right? mm-hmm. um if i lose everybody knows my skill level right that ha- that has rolled with me right Th- they know where i'm at whether i'm terrible or whether they think i'm good whatever they think they know so me competing doesn't have those people that have rolled with me think any different than me right they know what i'm at so <coughs> say they put somebody at like a skill level of um i don't know say like a a seven right out of ten i don't know just for example um say they go to a gym and they say man i i lost to everybody there man everybody we would know be like wow those guys must be good if we think that you're like a seven out of ten man those guys must be eight nine ten right it doesn't change your number right but then if you go there and i smashed everybody all right well you're, you're still that same person like nothing changed is going to change our opinion you know like you're still the same person where the mats don't lie we we know so we don't think any less of you any more of you like um just go out
0: and compete <laughs> you have to learn how to compete too it's not just your skill level sometimes it's like letting yourself loose on the mats understand right? like the first match when we talked about earlier, like we're holding back when we, you know, like that's strategy that we've developed over time. Like if you think you have three matches, you're gonna hold a little bit yeah. back. And um, mm-hmm. like that takes time. Sometimes you blow yourself out in the first match and lose to someone that you could have beat, you know? And that so, happens too. So all my students, um, I tell them, if, if you're listening, when if you
3: go to a tournament or a seminar, you pay that X amount of money, right? Whatever it is, $8,500, whatever it is. <coughs> just try to take one thing from that tournament or um uh seminar just try to learn one thing and then you get to carry that throughout your jiu-jitsu journey right so you go to your uh tournament and you realize something okay just learn something be like i need to work on my cardio i need to work on getting stronger i need to maybe not have as big of a breakfast in the morning uh maybe i need to Maybe I, the weight class I was in was just a little bit too big. Maybe I, I should cut down a few pounds. Just try to learn one thing, and then you get to carry that throughout your journey, right?
0: Maybe not cut too much. We were talking about that earlier, too. Exactly. That's like That's another thing. You'd rather exactly. go against a bigger than yep. a faster guy.
3: Yeah. I, one thing I used to do is I used to take these nice Epsom salt baths. And I'm never, honestly, worried about weight. Um, I usually just compete up. I honestly feel feel like I do better against bigger guys than smaller guys. Um, So I would just take a nice Epsom salt bath the night before to kind of relax my muscles or whatever and just relax, think about the match, whatever. But then the last couple times I've done it, when I competed, I felt like I had, like, really bad cotton mouth um, when I was competing. So this time I didn't do it. Um, and I I felt a lot better. I, maybe it was just this particular time, but I feel like the Epsom salt. um or giraffe, the
2: blonde hair. Yeah, blonde
3: hair. It, mm-hmm. it uh it took it took added weight out that I didn't need to. It dehydrated me a little bit. In fact, I actually did the opposite. Um, I I had five pounds to go for a division. Um, allowance. You know, I was five pounds under. Um, I could have. I was drinking as much water as I could yesterday, so that way I. Um, I wanted to feel hydrated throughout the tournament. I didn't want to drink too much water in the morning and then feel bloated. So the night before, or the day before, I was drinking as much water as I could.
0: It was nice. Like, the uh, good thing for me is I'm super light. So uh, normally there's no one in my weight class. And this time it really paid off because I don't think, if I was cutting weight, there was, man, I would not have been able to get through today with, like, coaching everybody and stuff. Oh, dude.
1: I could not believe how light you were when you told me. I was just like, What? <laughs> Like, I mean, Jeff's like a smaller guy, but like, you're also like a fit guy. Like, I will say that, like, and I don't even say this because I'm like your friend and I always tell people I'm like, I don't know anybody who works like harder than you, like, day to day, like,
0: just at the gym,
1: working like full time. Like, I don't know many people that are as dedicated to what they do as you are. Like, it's nuts. Like, I really respect it, is what I'm saying.
0: Thank you. I appreciate I it. Uh, <laughs> Cheers me up, kind it's of it's No, it's true.
1: Like, yeah, no, it is. That's why I said, like, I, dude, I respect it because, like, me and Mike don't even teach as much as you do, but we both have full time jobs and teaching and jiu-jitsu is like a huge part of our life. And I know how much it is, like, for both of us. And you do that, like, double the amount that we do. And I was like, dude, we always talk about, I'm, like, man, I don't know how Jeff does it. Like, he just, like, keeps going and does it and always have a super <laughs> huge, I know put your butt okay. um <laughs> but i know i me seen me. amanda like saying kitty and then I'm like she's gonna stick her butthole in the camera um but uh yeah no i like i said i have a huge respect for like a lot of the people in this like community and stuff that like really put a lot into this and try and care and like that's why i said like i even told josh um when we saw him after the tournament i'm like this was a great tournament like it's so well run like he's such a good person down to earth and i even told we were like hey we watched your podcast and it was great still getting a lot of really good feedback on your podcast everybody loves it like people that probably don't even know you but i just have to tell you that too
0: kevin was good. talking
1: about it He was like your <laughs> podcast was on kind of late he goes but i stayed up for most of it and i'm like thank you i appreciate that
3: <laughs> one one thing before i forget or whatever i want to touch on is I want to thank you along with the other instructors that are keeping the integrity of the belt um, in jiu-jitsu. I want people to earn this. I'll say, I can't remember the girl's name. She was one of the girls that we went to the seminar at Buma. Uh, She got a purple belt. We actually ran into her at Tappo. We went out to eat afterwards. What's her name? Do you remember? I think it's, is it Kava? Might be. I don't know. There was two purple belts, right? Dude, they know how much they worked to get to, and earn their purple belts right um dude they were crying
1: well like, uli too like yeah. Uli, like they all got their purple belts on the same day and they were emotional and like i mean i knew uli but i wasn't like super familiar with the other two girls but like i was like emotional for them because like i remember how i felt when i got my purple belt like i said purple belt was almost like the black belt at that point point. and like you know when people like get emotional even when we saw free Get promoted at your gym like how emotional oh, he was exactly i'm right like example. it's a perfect example of like somebody that really put in the time they put in the effort and um really earned it <laughs> sorry i was laughing at like comments and also this cat
2: <laughs> i um, uh
1: caitlin and rebecca yeah that's who that was. caitlin and rebecca, or rebecca. rebecca. Were
2: yeah, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm
3: terrible at names, but they're
1: awesome, both really nice, like girls and stuff. Like, this is, awesome. this
3: is blue, this is purple, this is brown, this is black. So, they say on average it takes 10 years to get a black belt, right? Um, so what's that about two and a half years per belt? Um, to me, that's average, right? So, to me, average is you're going two days a week. I, I don't know how you feel about it. To me, the average is two days a week is gonna take you 10 years. To me, um, I think too now with, um, there's so much more information now, and I also think that the, we learn from our mistakes, right? When we grew up, I mean, you were probably, you were learning from a black belt, or brown, I don't know what Chuck was at the time, but when I was coming up, I learned from, this was 15 and a half years ago, I was learning from Matt Garden, who was a blue belt at the time months later, you
0: got to I was uh, like I was going to Kyle Saunders like in a blue belt back in the 90s too, like with Josh oh, back in the day. So, we're
3: learning from lower belts, right? oh yeah.
1: Because you mentioned even like um, in like the garages and stuff that you yeah, used to train, yeah,
2: down, back in just, like, reason, wherever there was better. like mats
3: yeah. So, so the training now is much better, right? If you come to any gym, they're going to have some black belts that have been around a long time. So I think the training is better. Um, And there's more information on YouTube. But I'll also say with that, me, because there's more information and they have better training, I'm holding my students to a higher standard when I belt them. Just because, so two classes to me is still normal. You know, I, I, to me, somebody to get their purple belt in eight years, I would say, or get their black belt in eight years. I would say that's going four or five times a week. To me, I, I don't know Are your thoughts on that.
0: I'm I'm about there. I uh, I started in '95. I got my black belt in 2018. I was training like six <laughs> days a week.
1: Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I mean, that was different though. Like that's nuts. that was crazy. Like I just remember, like oh my god, I still remember meeting you, and then like. When somebody like said like how long have you would I'm like wait what? Like, <laughs> so, huh?
3: so so I'm gonna. Like give it you didn't this.
1: even like make sense in my brain. <laughs> you
3: are one of the exceptions. <laughs> yes. Um.
1: Uh, Sorry, our cats, cats are fighting.
3: Are well, you're one of the exceptions <laughs> where long overdue, right? And there's um somebody I want to promote soon. Um. That I think is long overdue, and I hate saying long overdue, but you'll understand. Uh.
1: Definitely an OG. You, you
3: all Kevin's that.
0: on. You hey you Kevin. He yeah, he said earlier his bedtime's too late. His bedtime's ten. <sighs> yeah, was might right be did it
1: I, I was saying, yeah. Kevin is like super nice. Like one of the nicest dudes. Like he he's another one, like one of the nicest dudes like I've ever met, like with training and stuff. Just like super good, like I don't know, like, good vibes. Like, he's always just so nice and, like, chill. He always likes yeah, all my cat Mike, pictures. You... <laughs> I, mean, I needed it, though. I... <laughs> I, to be fair, I needed it. You were winning, so it's you were already, it already at it an it advantage. Like I said, I should have, like, just switched sides and then root of yeah. you and be like, Mike's takedowns are trash. I feel like don't let him take you down. He might have been double agent for all I know.
0: True, <laughs> true. If he's it's telling you to like, take you down, he was.
3: Yes. I was gonna say yeah. I was gonna say
0: the you hell probably know Kevin better. No to take down. No for that. Kevin, me and Kevin went from blue to blue to. I was out of that at purple, but we went through blue to purple and like we started together, we trained together, we fought together. Uh, he was kind of soft, Kevin. If you're still watching, you were soft. At one time, we cut weight in a song, and I had to like carry <laughs> you out. But other than that, you're <laughs> a tough ass dude. Dude, I'm not
1: even gonna hate on him because like. I like will not like cut weight for like jujitsu or anything. Like, I'm very much like I'll like suffer for a couple months and diet down and try to do it slowly. Because, ask it like I, I tell Mike, I go, I, I'm such a little baby. I don't like like being like overly hot and like sweating. Like, I'm like, I'm dying. Like, I did it like once, like years ago when I competed, but I was just like, oh, <laughs> dude, I'll like just suffer for a couple months and eat super clean and try to work out more but yeah like sweating in a sauna is not my thing either i would be just
0: yeah, bad. you didn't almost die bro you had a so, lot to go you should have gotten 35 like pat you could have made it so no uh, i'll ask <laughs> I'll, I'll
1: ask you this uh just, 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 all right i was just reading the
2: comments
3: um yeah. uh, so jason we love, jason we love you too buddy um i don't Got know nice if hair. this thought has ever crossed yeah. your mind good. so when i was cutting weight, there would be a point where I did the absinthe saw, I do the steam room. Was there ever a thought in your head when you were cutting weight? This happened to me where you were just like, you know what? I don't really need my pinky anymore. What if I just <laughs> cut it off and then weigh in and then I could just sew it back on? And I'd be like, what are you, stupid? Like, it would be like for a tenth of a second. I'd be like, dude, I don't, do I even need my pinky? And then I'd be like...
2: Dude what, are you, dude, what are you doing? Get out of the Steven, man. You're
0: kind of losing it. Did, did, I, that ever I actually thought mind. about bleeding myself out. I was like, if I just bleed my blood out, I'll be way lighter.
2: I
1: never thought about that. Ew, God, no.
2: Yeah, it's
0: way easier because then you can just <laughs> like, <laughs> like, put a bandage on. sister girl.
1: Shannon's oh, like, oh, God. Yeah, I never even <laughs> But, yeah, no, I would never. I mean, I have seen, like, girls, like, shave their head and cut their hair short. But, unfortunately, like, I, I'm already there. Like, there's no hair that I'm I mean, I do have a lot of hair. But there's there's not much that I'm cutting off. But um, I thought I was going to have to do that. Just like the 113, and then I ended up 110.
0: So, like, I don't think it's really all that wiser cut for these tournaments specifically because, like, you weigh in and then you have to compete right away. So, it's way different. You know like here you, you can't rehydrate so cutting all that water out is gonna hurt you it's not like a fight where you 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 cut weight and then you weigh in you rehydrate and you fight the next day this is like oh yeah you're going <coughs> right up. so don't We tell if people you're listening that to us time. don't do any of these cuttings for jujitsu it's not the right yeah, right time. thing
1: yeah um, no we tell I, people that all the time i like
3: telling one of my students um yesterday he was asking me if i cut weight and i was like no i go if anything I'll die I'll diet a little bit. I'll try to get in better shape. I will lose <laughs> I'll lose Ashley, um, Amanda's got your back.
0: <laughs> yeah, no problem. That's stupid. But I'll
3: um I, I lose a couple pounds just to feel better. Like I don't feel like say when I'm one ninety that I'm oh, I'm so strong. But I'll say my difference between one ninety to one eighty five. I just feel like I'm in uh my cardio is a little bit better I feel a little bit lighter I feel a little bit more flexible I can move better so I feel like the five pounds that I'm giving up um actually helps me so I'm not losing weight to like get in a lower weight class I feel like I'm losing it just to feel better during the tournament yeah uh, there,
2: I feel like
3: oh I'm sorry nah. the student I had he was telling me he, he went from like 195 to 175, but he did it over a couple months. And yeah. I was like, that's the perfect way to do it. I said, <laughs> when I was cutting weight for fights, <coughs> I had over 24 hours to rehydrate. And that's only one match. Uh, when you have jiu-jitsu tournaments, you weigh in, I don't know, maybe an hour if you do the Buffalo Classic. But a lot of times, it's a much shorter time than that. And you're going to be. Uh, more
1: fatigued at know. the big events you're like literally weighing in and almost stepping on the mats. Yeah. that's why i always say like i'm i'm very much in agreements like with you like it's just not like to me it's not practical to cut a lot of weight and then do jujitsu because you're just gonna feel like just like lousy like you said you don't have the proper time to rehydrate and stuff like that i'm definitely <laughs> more of like an advocate for like slow fluency and i'm always like never like kill yourself like at the end of the day i feel like I always tell people, like, everybody has the sweet spot, I call it, of where they feel the best. Like, there's, like, a a weight range where everybody feels the best. Like he said, he'll, like, start eating healthy and try to work out to lose, like, a couple pounds just because he feels a little bit better. He feels a little bit faster. You know, day to day, like, we're probably not going to be on our, like, total best behavior and always, like, eating the healthiest and, like, doing everything like we would if we're getting ready to compete there's things that you're going to change like in the month leading up to competing that are just going to help like your performance wise. Like I always say, focus on feeling better instead of like the actual like number weight, like wherever you feel the best at is where you should compete at. Like I feel a little bit better competing at light feather (laughs) because I feel like, and it's not that I'm like stronger than those girls. I went against girls at light feather that were stronger than me, but I feel like the best, like shape I'm in. I feel like my cardio is better. I feel like I'm faster. I feel like I'm more mobile. I don't feel like I'm carrying as much weight. So, like, that's like usually my like sweet spot. Could I possibly cut down to rooster? Mike thought I could, but I was like, I would probably die. I'm a little dramatic. Like, uh, we were <laughs> Kevin, talking about I like, Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'd be like Kevin and be like, I'm dying. Somebody me out of the sauna. But like, I mean, I probably maybe could like if I really made like an actual like cut or something, and was like very very like strict with diet and exercise and everything like that. But I just don't feel like I would feel good though either. Yeah.
3: So actually, just touched on that, that I'll bring up. So if you're listening to this, right, your goal when you are training, it doesn't always listening. it doesn't always have to be weight, right? So I have a friend who would always tell me my goal. My goal is to lose five mm-hmm. pounds 20 cookies. pounds. My goal is to lose X amount of weight. I said, that doesn't always have to be your goal. I said, why don't, instead of that, why don't you make it your goal where you're gonna average six classes um, or three classes a week. So after two weeks, you're at six, whether you go twice one week, uh, four the next week, three and three, one and five, whatever it is, your goal doesn't always have to be weight loss to like see progression. Um just do have have a goal <laughs> like that, just that you're gonna go to so many classes. Or hey, I'm not gonna skip any roles. I'm gonna even no matter how tired I am, I'm gonna um
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna force myself to roll no matter what, even if I just have to survive. So I got a great example of this. I have a, a student, Jared. Um, he competed today. He's the one that went against your your big guy. He uh when he started, uh, I just posted a picture the other day and he was like embarrassed by the picture I posted him, his old picture. Um, he lost so much weight and he just comes, he's not really, he's like changed his lifestyle a little bit, but he's just consistent coming to the gym. Um, watching him like lose weight and get healthier and healthier has just been amazing. And, you know, he's got a regular job. He misses time, but he's always consistent. And he always comes back uh, when he's in, he works really hard. He's always trying and uh, you can see like just the weight loss and it just comes natural. Like as you're training, yeah. like this is so good for you. Dude, awesome, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's awesome. Congrats, by the way. But I always say the same thing. Like, even with, like, people, like, trying jujitsu and, like, thinking that they're interested in it, I always say, like, people join for all different reasons. So, like, some people just want to get in better shape and do something that's, like, active that they really, like, like. And um, we're on, like, what is that page called on, like, Facebook? The BJJ Fanatics or something? Yeah. Like, there's a ton of people that always share, like, weight loss stories, even on that. And it's crazy to see, like, like
0: the life-changing like story right, that just, people have of no right. i don't mean to cut you off nick blackwell's in the building let's go sorry what all right that? the one like doing it, it. <laughs> all
1: right yeah i like the comments come so small like so i'm like i'm like trying to go like this i'm like people are probably like what is
0: this weirdo doing yeah all right <laughs> go ahead i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i got a shot oh, no, You just fine. had a baby congratulations right oh, oh
1: congrats,
2: congrats, congrats. <laughs>
1: you have to yes i mean amanda and it's jeff i always say like jeff was always like nobody made me feel more welcome in the gym besides jeff because he'd always be teaching the kids class he'd be like in the middle of like teaching and then he'd be screaming at me as i like walked in the door and i was like <laughs> everybody needs like a hype man like jeff in their life because he's gonna make you like feel good like <laughs> I can go anywhere. Like I'll be in Wegman's and he's gonna shout my name from across the room, like Ashley in the house. And I'm like, <laughs> Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> like it just I don't know, it makes you feel good. Sometimes you need those people.
0: You definitely do. And you're like one of those people now. That's your job now. Like you make everyone smile and be happy. That's great. That's why they like I know, I try.
1: I know. I actually I was like so self-conscious and I was so nervous leading up into it. And I was actually like talking to uh, Josh Reinhardt today. And I go, I was so nervous. And I go, I don't even know why I was so nervous. I go, because Jeff's my friend. Like, I talk to Jeff all the time. I'm like, he's so easy to talk to. And I like, am so trusting of him. Like, very good dude. And I go, once I like got into it, I go, but I was just so worried that I like rambled and like sounded bad. And then like, I got such like positive feedback from it. And I was like, so shocked. And it was so cool to like, hear like all the people like, we went into the gym the next day. And people were like, Oh, you're internet famous. Like we watched your podcast. I'm like, Oh, thank you. I'm like, I appreciate it. And like, a lot of people like, actually liked like just hearing the story of even like me going from like white belt into black belt and like kind of understanding like the journey because I think it's like hard for people to really understand like, a lot of people know us, especially because I am new to the gym that I'm at. And like, of course, I know the guys that are black belts and that have been training for a long time. Like, they kind of know. But a lot of the newer people don't really know a ton about me and don't know even, like, about Mike. Like, they don't know a lot of things and specific things of, like, what it really takes to get to there. So, people really have, like, good feedback. And people really love you, too. I think you, like, made it. But I was just a part of it. <laughs>
0: no, no, you definitely made it. It's always the guest that make the podcast. I'm just here hosting it. I always thought... When I started, I had no idea what Chuck was thinking, what his life was like, and I always wondered, like, man, he's a black belt, what does he do, you know, like, I thought he was like a magician, because he's the first black belt I ever met, now there's a lot more of us, but, like, our students don't really know us, you know what I mean, like, you watch a podcast, and, like, you sit down, like, I know, you feel like you're part of, whatever podcast you listen to, you feel like you're part of their life, so, I always wanted to make it possible for our students to know the instructors, and, like, you get to see who you want to be with, and, um, like, I think it's a good advertisement for the gyms, too. Like, even if I... I'm trying to get all the blackouts on so we can all just talk. And, you know, you can kind of get a feel of what the vibes are in the gym that you're going to go to and what personality yeah. like. I think I think you can really sell gyms, too. I really want to get in on, too. Yes. Oh, my God. At the, uh, at the one awesome.
1: gym, uh, they had our pictures up on the wall. And,
3: uh, and the picture I had just looked so mean, right? I asked them to retake the pictures because... I want to be approachable. I want people to come up to me with questions, right? Especially if I'm an instructor. (laughs) I I can't have people be worried to ask me a question. So um, we didn't know stuff until we were taught it, right? People are afraid, like they think we knew all this stuff. Like you think I knew, a triangle until somebody taught me it you think I knew a it until somebody taught me it there was I was in their same shoes I think they think just because I was a black belt that it's a dumb question if they ask some people if they ask me to show them something they're afraid to ask so I always try to be as approachable as possible and have people ask me whatever questions on um, jujitsu related that they want life you don't want to ask me I'm, I'm uh
1: Watch Shannon's gonna comment. I'm to be very cute. My sister's gonna comment. Be like, Don't ask him I'm anything about life. Minute. I
3: haven't actually changed yet. did I have to change in the car? A washer, boomers, boomers. oh yeah he
1: didn't know where to put the wiper fluid i don't know where to, and I like i to put go i'm wire. like there's literally a label and it looks like a little like windshield and it has a little squirters going there And he's like I- i'm gonna mess it up so yeah he calls me with any kind of car related issue i'm the one that
3: holds the flashlight whenever we put something together oh yeah i put our
1: bed frame together while I, he held the flashlight i, I mean it is sure, don't, yeah. Don't do it. yeah i was like i know it's coming <clears throat>
0: Uh, uh, I just want to circle back a little bit. I thought it was awesome that I felt like half of the people that we started with were uh, out there competing today. Seeing Kevin compete again and Cameron, I love Cameron to death, man. Like I didn't get to train with him very much, but I'm so happy that he's overcome things in his life. And like I really wanted to like really do that charity role with him. I wasn't able to do it, but maybe next time, maybe get a super fight or something. Um, it's great it was to see him. It was great to see you in there, like with those guys. I loved it. It was like the old school days.
1: Yeah, they were all so nice. Like I always knew about Cameron, but I never really met him. I had went to um down in Jamestown years and years ago, but I only um Wadsworth and uh, Josh Roth, right? What's his name? Yeah, Roth. Like yeah. they We've
0: yeah,
3: like there. they were
1: the yeah, they were the only two that were there and both of them were really great and super nice. But I knew like of Cameron, but I never like met him and like we like talked a little bit today and he was just like oh hey like I don't think we ever met and like super good dudes so nice like all those dudes like that competed we were like so great and so nice like like you said it's so good to see like some of these guys like out there competing and stuff even if like it's like kind of weird because like you guys all know each other at this point um but I also think it's awesome that you guys can still like compete and like especially locally and not have to worry about traveling and do that, like I wish, like there was other like female black belts to like compete against. Like that was what I was telling him. about, was like, I'm almost jealous of like the like how you guys all have like this group and like can compete against each other. And then there's just like me. <laughs> I'm like, there's a couple like further out, and like I was like, but it's not the same though because it's told, not the same I like core group. In my weight class, try me. I
3: I, wait... told, her, I told her, come in my weight oh, class. Oh,
1: I would fight him. I told her. To I
0: came your weight class. I came up.
1: I was gonna say Josh, if you're listening, if you want to make a super fight, I will go against this guy and watch me trash him. Like
3: So with what you're saying too, or with what actually like um respect to the people who are competing. I made a post about this after the Toronto Open, right? So there's I think it's just a respect thing. So anybody who goes out there and competes, um, much respect (laughs) to them. Um so my example that I use is: there's a lot of people with twenty-six point two on the back of their bumper, thirteen point one. Nobody asks them what their time is, right? Nobody's gonna think any less of them if it took them eight hours, fifteen hours, whatever, when they did the uh, the marathon, right, or a half a marathon. It's just um, respect that people see that, and they're um. We'll make it happen. Yeah, they just have admiration or respect for somebody who went out there and did something they didn't have to do. It. They don't have to prove nothing to anybody. People giving Mark Zuckerberg crap about competing in jiu-jitsu, dude, that dude has nothing to prove <laughs> to anybody. And he, and he went out there and competed. I don't know if he's competed multiple times, but from what I saw, he I went out, once. he went out there and competed. You know what I mean? How can you not
0: respect that? I uh I just told someone the other day that Mark, Mark Zuckerberg would kick her ass. I forgot who it was, but um I was like, dude, he's out there you, David Whitman. Oh my God, stop! No, David he
1: definitely
0: Whitman. kicked David Whitman's ass.
1: Uh-huh. Everybody loves the cat. She's like the fan favorite of this podcast.
0: Yeah, I'm I gonna make, to make get my dog, dog. Eat in these now, except he's too wild. He'd be eating the speakers. I was just
1: say I do love your dog when we met, but he is a little <laughs> wild.
0: He's I a crazy, to, crazy dude.
3: I tried having Don King Lily. <laughs> Get a MMA match, Vale uh, versus David Whitman.
0: I tried that,
3: but uh
0: it never went to fruition. I got a grappling super fight to... with him in the cage at uh. I was. I saw. I was. There. Yeah, yeah. Wherever it was, I forgot now. Somewhere oh, in Lockport. Was it? Was it Lockport?
1: It had to be at the <laughs> Keenan Oh no, no, no!
0: Back. It wasn't Lockport. It was um uh, Batavia, so. Batavia, Downs. Yeah. Well, it was well, it's probably like like where
2: have,
1: One, like
2: the one in the two.
0: cage. Yeah, I, dude, I I like that wrong course I actually had a super
3: fight. Um, thing and then it like fell through which kind of sucked I put a lot of work into that getting I think I had like 17 or 18 matches confirmed that's a lot of work like it wasn't Mm -hmm. like uh hey you want to do this match? sure boom good to go no it was like me being the mediator talking back and forth back and forth back and forth not even counting the countless people who I messaged talked to and I couldn't find a match or just declined was a lot of work so that kind of sucked
0: but i did have a good
3: time i was upset when i did win my super fight at grappling or uh ground force and i didn't get a belt that was like the nicest belt that ground force fights for and i didn't get one i was actually more nervous about winning that than i was the match because i was like man i want that belt it's so
0: nice
1: you win those belts
0: mike has got a lot of belts my prescription a belt is
1: more cat we have a lot of
3: cats. We can show you all of them. I have, I have seven. Four of them are pretty heavy. but
1: I was much. talking about cats. I
3: get, so I, I was
1: looking them. at Kevin's comment. Nine yeah. Belts. yeah, he tries to, like, wear those belts randomly throughout the day and like, random times. I'm like, no. No.
3: Yeah, I told you I went out with, uh... Don't yeah, <laughs> I told we with King Lily in a uh, mix. We watched, uh... Where was it? The Warehouse? The Warehouse. The Warehouse in, uh... Somewhere that near Hamburg or whatever. And it,
1: I, it's like kind of like
3: mile strip. I, said, I a picture. I said, "Listen, I'm not coming underdressed. I had my two um
0: my two TNT belts." I said, it's "I ain't coming the under
1: shit.
0: They five cats too. Five cat club. Yes. Oh my god. You guys should <laughs> top with the animals. At least in the pandemic, you can eat them. You're, I guess there's not. Oh my bad. god,
1: I would never eat. I would starve <laughs> to death before yeah. I eat a cat. Oh, I'm a vegetarian, so I don't even eat like any animals. Because I just like I don't I couldn't do it like I just wow.
3: I uh, Kevin, we have two strollers for our cats. We do. Throwing we take them, them for
1: walks. We're like really like cool. <laughs> we're gonna like stroller behind Jeff's house one of these days. Like hey Jeff.
3: So sometimes we'll see people with strollers and we'll look at say oh like, my God. oh it's kids never mind. Yeah, and we we're not. Keep, then we just keep walking. We're right? not really kid people. We're hoping Although
1: kiddies. I was gonna say people always think we hate kids. I don't like hate kids, but I'm just the more like pet
0: person yeah kids are a lot of work they're just fun to look at like you can watch someone else's kid and send them back
1: uh yeah i love my nieces and nephews like it's awesome like because like i used to watch them i'm super close with them and i'm like kind of like like you said give them back i actually saw your kid the other day when i got my hair done he was uh, yeah? yeah forrest and i can't believe like he had like a
0: he's got a girlfriend, girlfriend yeah, oh, like, yeah oh yeah oh my god I say that on, to on like
1: as i say can i say that on the I podcast like, i don't want to be like that person that like blows the spot but no, i
0: was
1: like no, i was like because he goes to my friend shannon who does my hair and i was like oh my god i'm
3: like he's got a girlfriend does does
0: Nile Ni- go to the same school no no
3: prom. went to the
0: prom too now from king he had the crown and everything i know dude
1: how are these kids at all I know, I remember, okay. I thought they were good. like seven days, right? I loved when, like, Niall, like, joined, like, jiu-jitsu, like, regular adult jiu-jitsu, because he was a little too old for, like, and, like, bigger for, like, the kids' class. Because at one point, he was smaller than me, and I was like, yes, finally. And then he got, like, super big all of a sudden. Even your kid, like, Forrest, got, like, way freaking taller and sprouted up. And then I'm like, dude, now the kids are bigger than me. And then Niall was like, you're not gonna distract all of me anymore, and I was like, "Man, this isn't as fun anymore." He,
3: now he used to talk all the smack to me. He's like, "Yeah, I got my, I had my birthday. I had a cake with meat armor. He told my I'm dad like, that. Like, what? And then he told he got all mad. Um, well, his dad, his dad's like, "Oh, isn't that your girlfriend over there or some Like,
1: oh yeah, I saw him after a <laughs> Bills game the one time I went to with my dad at this pizza place. And all Niall did was talk crap about Mike to my dad and it was the best thing ever. My and dad loved it. Oh my god, my dad her loved Nile. Me. I mean
2: that's just
0: Now way bigger than me now too, just so you guys know. They're all bigger than me. Force is bigger than me. Everyone's bigger than me. So Yeah, me all the line.
1: kids like that you first started teaching, they're all like little adults now. Like even bio. Like we saw his daughter at the K four fights and he's like, Yeah, she works in like I was just like i couldn't believe it was her like it's just i don't know these kids they they grow up and it's it's a
0: little so nuts I, I wrestled like a a month a month ago maybe more now and uh there was this kid that was coaching and he came up to me he's like you remember me coach uh, i was like i don't know i coach a lot of people i thought i, I coached him in jiu-jitsu like i coached him in wrestling when he was four he's got to be like oh my god like 28 or 29 <laughs> like I was like, oh damn. Well, that means you haven't
3: changed then, right? That means you haven't changed if he recognized you, right? Yeah. I feel I feel like
1: Jeff hasn't changed. I feel like you've looked the same for like since I've known you.
3: I, I know. will say today right. today I had about between five and ten people who came up to me. Mike, Mike. I don't know who they were. Like they look super familiar. <laughs> I have no idea. But I was like, Yeah, bro, it's good to see you, man.
1: Yeah. But I feel like though too, like even if like I don't like recognize people or know people like sometimes or even like people like from other gyms that like we like saw that we were trained with at some time, like do like I'm always wishing good things for them. Like I always hope they do good. Like I always want to like stay in contact and have like decent relationships. Like you said, it doesn't always have to be so tense. Like that's what was so good about this Buffalo Classic, I feel like compared to the other ones, there wasn't like that tension like you had mentioned. Like
3: <clears throat> it was good to see I told actually dude, I was so happy. Uh, my boy Alex Castellano. Oh and, yeah, uh, Mix, mixed with him? Yeah, yeah, dude, it's Superfly. great to see these people. So I saw Superfly in his car as I was going to um, grab my towel I missed him. But I did see him when he went back. I just, I don't know. I didn't bump into
0: him. It's so crazy that someone that won a million dollars in Bellator just comes and hangs out at the tournament too. You know, like it's
1: yeah,
0: it's crazy. that's all good Josh is man i love josh's that's so awesome i put this together
1: yeah he he does so much work like like i said it's like i don't think people realize like people don't even realize like how much work goes into like teaching they have no idea how much work goes into actually like organizing a whole tournament like he he does so much work and puts so much into this in the community and stuff and like i don't know he just does a lot of stuff like i always like praise Josh like he like does so much and he just kind of like quiet about it like he never like asked for praise and like just as like quiet and humble as like they come and just does it and
3: he um so Josh is the first person that I ever saw win the absolute division at Fredonia I remember he won it. I remember he had a lucky on. this had to be in 2008 Um, and he won at and I just remember, wow, that is the best guy, he was a blue belt, and I was like, wow, that is the best guy in the tournament. And then I remember, nobody lost him, like a tenth planet guy. guy got like a shitty call, or I, I remember there was some kind of controversy to it, but, um, yeah, that's the first time I met you, I didn't introduce myself till I think, a few years later or whatever, but. Did you say your name was Jeff? No. But that was my first oh. experience with Josh. I remember him watching The Absolute
0: at So the first time I ever met Mike, this is the funniest story. Yeah, ever. I was going
3: to
1: say, we got to tell this story.
0: <laughs> Mike walked up to me and he shook my hand. He's like, hello, my name's Jeff. I was like, hey, Jeff, nice to meet you. That's my name. No, he's like, no, 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 my name is Mike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, so for those who like saw Mike's comments on my story about how awkward he was with me, they didn't believe me. You just heard it from Jeff, too, like <laughs> yeah. yeah, it happened.
0: Mean. That was at that, that fight where you smashed uh oh, I can't remember his name, that kid with all the muscles. Yeah,
3: I won't mention his name. But yeah. um dude that's like probably one of my like favorite athletic accomplishments. I have a couple in bowling this that is I'm going on video? Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: But um so the video just got re released. Uh they sent it to me. It got deleted off of YouTube for whatever reason but um the guy who posted uh sent me a um uh you're right kevin um sent me the video and i tell people that in the video it didn't do it justice how loud it got like dude i had his he came out with a whole crew i had a ton of people like of his crew talking smack to me on my way to the ring or cage like it was wild going up going into that fight. um It's it, I, I was just talking about that like it's great when people are saying, Oh, like they you had to sell tickets, so it's like, um, Hey, I'm fighting. Do you want to um come to my fight? I got tickets. Who are you fighting? Show them a picture. Oh, that guy, <laughs> you're gonna get killed. Like, why are you doing that? Like, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, Maybe I might not win, but I know I'm gonna do a lot better than um than people think so it's great to like win for the people that support you and stuff like that but it honestly like feels even better like all those people that told you, you were gonna lose and get smoked and you're gonna get killed what is that like it felt even better to just uh, stick it to those people you know what i mean
0: i uh i was a little bit worried for you but i wasn't as worried i didn't think you couldn't win i just thought like i was a little nervous on the feet Like, he's a big dude. And as soon as I hit the ground, I knew you were going to get him. So that first guillotine
3: I had him in was so tight. I have a pretty good guillotine. And even looking back on it, I'm like, dude, I had my chin right on the back of his uh, neck right here. You couldn't see his neck at all. I had my elbow pulled down. I had that tight. I don't know. Dude, if you see the muscles in his back, in his shoulders i don't know he was huge. like yeah he i'm still interested to this day what he weighed. um but uh
0: dude honestly this is someone else he missed weight too
3: yeah he. yeah weight. they said he was supposed to fight around once they said he, we're supposed to fight at 155. don asked me who's representing you and uh i'm like represent what we already signed everything and uh Don's like, well, he's around 160. I was like, well, where's around 160? Bubbles He's like, well, tell him to run around the fucking building. And um, he's like, dude, he's been here since, I forgot what time, 12, 3 o'clock, whatever time it was. He's like, he can't sweat anymore. I was like, okay. <coughs> I mean, so if that's true, I don't know what around 160 is. What is that, 161, 162, 170? That means there's a I 60 looked- in it. Yeah, I was going to say, he looked big. So, like- then we get to the Wayans, and the whole time I um, was seeing his pictures on Facebook, and he was jacked. He was big and muscular. I'm like, okay, this guy's got to be five foot five. And then when I get to the Wayans, he's almost as tall as me, but he is pretty sunken in. The day of the fight, he looked like a different fighter. He completely looked like a different person. I'm like, dude, did I fight the same guy that was at Wayans last night? But um, yeah, it was pretty wild. But um, dude, the noise. Like, I feel like doesn't do it any justice. Like it's just like the volume got turned out when, when I finished the submission, it was it was pretty cool.
0: That's awesome. That was a great fight. Uh, I want to circle back to one other thing. Um Promotions. What do you think about promotions? What does it take to be a blue belt? What does it take to be a purple belt? What does it take to be a brown belt? What does it take to be a, belt? To be Are you a black
1: belt? Both of us, or just one? Yeah, both one? Of you guys. Um, I'm the same way. Like as him, I think that's where we agree. Like, I'm i don't know like i'm i i would say i'm a reasonable like i have reasonable expectations but i'm definitely a little bit like harder on people um i feel like i don't know it depends like i mean i know different schools do it differently some schools test some schools don't i see both ways like i i'm not like i don't think there's one better way than the other like, I do feel like testing does have its value because you can really <laughs> see, like, what people know. The only thing about testing sometimes is people that necessarily don't know it super well can kind of, like, cram, just like you would for an exam in school, and just, like, kind of, like, get through the testing to get to that next belt level. Um, I guess, like, I don't know if this is popular opinion or unpopular opinion um, with me, I don't necessarily think competing should always matter for belt promotions. I think it should have, like, maybe a part in it, but some people, like, compete well and they're really good at, like, certain types of tournaments or a certain one thing, but they're not really knowledgeable and well-rounded over, like, everything. So I don't think that that's always, like, a super, I guess, like, correct thing to, like, judge people on. I think it can be a part of it, but not, like, the whole thing. Um, just because I know some people that even don't compete as well, but they're really good. They're very knowledgeable. They know the moves. They know everything, but maybe, like, for whatever reason. Like you said earlier, there's so much stuff that goes into competing. Like, it's a lot more stuff than just knowing jujitsu jitsu and knowing what you're doing. Like, it's a lot of mental focus, a lot of things going on. And sometimes you're just going to have off days, even if you're really good, you know? Even the best people lose. But um I would definitely say I'm a little bit more of like a somewhat tougher grader. Um it really depends. Like the big thing for me is map time. Like mat time is the biggest thing for me is like I look at somebody that shows up consistently time and time again and you know they're willing the willingness to learn too is also a big thing for me. Like I would probably if it was up to me i would hold somebody back that's showing up to class but they're like screwing around and like not really being coachable or like learning like they don't have the willingness to learn if they think they know everything like i think like the people that are like showing up repping training day in and day out like those are the people i'm gonna favor more than the people that are maybe showing up every once in a while, maybe compete well. Like, like I said, mat time is probably the biggest thing for me. I think um, blue belt, I feel like for that level, you kind of just have to, I'm not saying you have to know everything, but I think like you need to have a basic understanding of the fundamentals. Like I said, in like, even the podcast, when we talked, my biggest pet peeve is people that are trying to do things that are like crazy and fancy and like doing all this other stuff before like learning fundamentals and basic movement and like really learning that i think when you get to a blue belt you really need to have a strong understanding of fundamentals and basically just what jujitsu is positional awareness body movement body awareness like you don't have to be like great at anything in particular but just kind of Know a little bit and like just be showing up consistently, putting in the work. Like, I always say, like, putting in the work is like key for me. Like, nothing drives me more nuts than people that are like, Mike always says, chase the knowledge, not the promotions. Like, because we had heard that, I don't even know who said that originally, but we had heard that from somebody and it just like resonated, I think, with both of us that, like, Your goal shouldn't be necessarily getting to the next belt level. Your goal should just be being a little bit better tomorrow than you were the day before. Like, everybody's on their own journey. Like, just focus on yourself and like getting a little bit better and learning. Like, learning is key. Like, don't try to rush it because sometimes I feel like when people are promoted kind of prematurely, I feel like it's almost more discouraging than it is encouraging because then if they go and compete, and they get totally like manhandled or they feel like they don't know anything. <laughs> I feel like those are the people sometimes that are just gonna stop showing up. They're not gonna come back, like because they're like frustrated with themselves and they realize, like, kind of like what they don't know or like even rolling in the gym. Because the thing is, anytime you get promoted, the higher belts that are there are going to bump up how they're rolling with you time and time again. And I'm sure you probably do it even as a coach. You're gonna roll completely different with somebody that's a white belt than you are against somebody that's a purple belt. You're going to come down to a level and challenge them. Like, so any belt that you get, the people that are above you are going to challenge you more and more and more. So I always say to like, like, even with my own personal promotions, I always said, I never wanted to be promoted unless I can like feel like I can be competitive with people at that belt, like, or just know enough and be like knowledgeable enough. To know enough, like I never wanted to be promoted to the next belt just to say, "Oh, I'm a purple belt," or "Oh, I'm a brown belt." Like to me, it was more important about like the work I put in and in like trusting in my coaches to think that I was ready for it. Like I think like that's what's kind of great with jujitsu is because like they always say the mat doesn't lie, and like when you roll with somebody, even if it's just at the gym, you're gonna know you're going to kind of understand what people know and what people don't know you're going to see it especially at the gym i feel like you see it more because there's really no nerves there you're going to understand how people move and like the things that they know compared to the things that they don't know and i feel like it's kind of good to judge that um but yeah i don't know i would say i'm a little bit like tougher of a grader um because i think that people really need to put in the work because i think that's what's so great about jujitsu you're not gonna get your black belt in six months. Like, you're gonna have to work for it. And I think that, like, I know for me, like, because of the fact that it took me a long time and like, I worked for it and really put in the work, like he was saying, when we watched those people get promoted at Buma at the Fion and Davies seminar, they're so emotional. Because they know that they work for it. You can see the work that they put into it. And I think that's like the kind of beautiful thing about jujitsu is like really working for it.
0: That man right so, there Mayfrey, worked for it too.
1: Oh my God. I was so happy for him. I don't know if he was listening earlier, Free, but I mentioned you and your promotion and like how emotional you got and how I could tell like that it meant a lot to you because you work for it. Much love for you.
0: So, yeah. He's another one of those guys that had just kind of break through in tournaments like
1: Mm
2: -hmm. I don't
0: know like I wasn't really coaching with like he was at WNY and I was like Integrity, and like we we worked on Sundays but not much and like man like he just didn't have anyone behind him he's competing and like he's just down on himself and then we talked and we talked and we talked and like man when he competes now now he competes like he does in a gym and like you can see the difference between a guy in a gym and when it's not there on the mat in tournament like it's our job as a coach to make that right and as soon as he fixed that man you could see like he deserves to be purple he should be he did really good at blue belt master. like man i love that guy to death he deserved it a while ago but like he had to earn it for me like some of the guys i train with that i want to promote aren't even my students so there's a lot of legwork to do this so like i'm not going to step on uh anyone's toes so like i had to work it out with dub and make sure that it was okay with dub and then like you know like Uh, for i have another guy joe who's like i'm thinking about purple like it's close to so like i talk with brandon and like man there's a lot that goes into promotions and if you're not getting a promotion your coaches are probably thinking about you like if you're sitting there like oh man when am i gonna get promoted like um sometimes it's tough for us too like i really like when we were double wmy and we had the black belt thread where we talked about everybody like remember that mike i thought that was awesome because we had everyone's input on that true and uh, we actually just
1: talked about that the other day um, yeah me
0: alone it, it's like difficult for me sometimes like uh i want to promote uh derek so i talked to dub and if he wanted to fight i was gonna promote him to blue like he's been training since like 2016 2017 but he never trains in the geek you know what do you feel about that
3: so i mean i, I think like if you want to be promoted in the geek you should probably wear the geek um 10th planet, they do no gi, but I've also seen MMA fighters get promoted. Um, I don't, I mean, obviously, I don't see their training camps, how much they're training in the gi. Some guys I don't think train in the gi. Um, I guess, it, I guess it's like situational, I suppose. Like, it's hard to say, like, Matt Hughes isn't a black belt in jiu jitsu.
0: It's
3: hard to say that, you know
0: what I mean? It's hard to say he about Pat. You. Look at Pat, I mean, he puts the gi on now, yeah. but like. What about Pat, you know? What about Saul? Like, Saul, like, well, Saul puts the gi on now, too, but, like, some of those guys never put the gi on. Like, it's, it's tough. Like, his fundamentals are so good. Like, his escapes are good. Like, everything's pretty tight, you know? Like, and he's been training a really long time. It's not fair for him to compete against a white belt. Like, I don't think you can get promoted like past blue without the gi, but, like, what is blue? Is it, like, fundamentals? Is it? You know, grip. Like, what? What is it? Like, we don't really. I think it's more control.
1: fundamentals, but I don't know. That's yeah. just my opinion. Like, to
3: me it's also about <clears throat> Can you teach somebody how to do something right? So there was a great article, and I was talking about it with somebody within the last couple months. I wish I could find it. Um, yeah, Khabib's all right, um, <laughs> but uh, he's never sounded <laughs> to me once. He's never taken me down. He would ragdoll you. Know, <laughs> Theoretically, but, we're never but he
0: didn't um, show up today. You won. You beat him. He wasn't there today.
3: Exactly. So there was a great article yeah. BGJ Eastern Europe, and it was talking about uh, Mickey Rodriguez when he won the um, ABCC trials, right? And they're like, "Blue belt wins. Is he saying that?" Again? And then there was a great article. And it's like, no, he wasn't. When you go to tournaments, you're playing your A game, right? Your number one goal. Most of the people, 95, 90, 99% of the people, it's not really working on things, right? Their goal is probably to win. So they're playing their A game. So some people just have a really good A game, uh, but their B, their C, their D, when things go bad. I heard this expression, I think it was in like, George Moscow and Colby Covington they were talking about. I can't remember which one was talking to which one. But uh, they said, he's a really good hammer, but he's a terrible at being the nail, right? Um, so when things are going good, um, sure they're going to look great, but when things, like, dude, how can get hit a punch in you they look good? But when they're hitting that, it's like, let's see, um, how well they do. Let's see how they do in bad positions. Like, who knows how Mickey Rodriguez's guard was, his clothes guy. Was. Can he teach, at the time, now this was years ago, I'm sure now, of course he's way better, right? <coughs> um. But at the time, they were saying no. He probably was a blue belt. Um, do I think Jordan Burroughs is a black guy? Probably not, right? But I'm sure he probably would have did pretty well at today's tournament. He um, he probably would have beat. I don't know. You think he would have beat everybody at the tournament today, Jordan Burroughs? Probably sweep. You think we're sweeping him? No. <laughs> I, like I don't. Does that mean he's Mike a black I put a shot
1: for a takedown
3: yeah, <laughs>
0: He'd run every one of us off the mat. He's so he's gotta be so strong too. He would just yeah, stand I mean, So
3: any D one wrestler for that matter. You know what I mean? If that's never trained in the game, does that mean no, because why? They probably can't show you a scissor choke. They probably they should be able to teach uh, a little bit too shirt.
1: Right?
3: <laughs> but you know, like so for me, um, as far as promotions go, to me it was number one's to that time. Mm-hmm. And then it was attitude attendance, um how well they're doing that's another thing are they picking up the techniques um so at one of the gyms i was at we had like an attendance sheet which at first i didn't like it however i used it as a reference if it said 20 classes and somebody got a strike if person a i thought was ahead of the curve maybe i'll give it to them in 18 classes if somebody was um a little bit um wasn't doing as well or maybe they just showed up late to class. Or maybe they didn't roll after. <clears throat> whatever, maybe they had a bad attitude, whatever reason. If I felt they needed to be held back, I would promote them at 25 classes, 30 classes. It was just a guideline for me. It wasn't like set in stone. Um, I didn't like uh, a blue belt telling me that, being a black belt, that, hey, this person <laughs> had 20 classes, they need to strike. I didn't like that, um, but uh, that's, that's what that is. Um, I didn't like, te- I didn't like testing for belts at the beginning. What did I know? I was a white belt, you know? did I-, I, didn't like testing. I thought it was stupid. I'm like, I can't I just show 10 different ways to do a triangle or whatever? Then after I tested, I actually loved it. It forced me to learn things that I never would have thought of learning. I actually if, if it was up to me I, I would do a test because it kept everything fair too. Made everybody, um, everybody had to know this. If they knew if they knew it, they had to teach they they could teach the next people who are gonna test for the blue belt, purple, etc. Um so by the time you get the brown belt, you knew those things. I mean shit, blue I remember when I tested for my purple belt, <coughs> we had a whole list. It was like three or four pages. I had tested stuff, uh, like I hold myself to a high standard. I wasn't gonna fail that test. I had it memorized so much that I would literally ask people to do stuff out of order because I knew the order, and this is like three or four pages worth of stuff. I had wrapped it, yeah. it so many times that um, I, I knew the order. I would literally just ask people, um, ask me to do this, ask me to do this. Um, so I I actually like the the test. And it gives you it it was what I liked about it. It was a wide range of stuff too. It wasn't just like uh, it had closed guard, it had escapes, it had submissions from mount submissions from um side control, submissions from guard. Uh show me two open guard sweeps, three open guard sweeps. Show me two <laughs> closed guard sweeps. Like I really like to show me some cases escapes. <laughs> i really like the a variety of stuff
0: um uh, self-defense i like the self-defense too yeah
1: yeah i was actually like a lot of people hated on that but i actually liked it because a lot of people get in jujitsu for that self-defense like part so i feel like it it's not like bad to learn but see i'm <clears throat> i will say i kind of have like a slightly different opinion than Mike. like, like I'm not opposed to the tenth planet schools belting without necessarily putting on the gi because they're still doing jujitsu. Although I do I do understand that like the traditional jujitsu belts are through like the gi process. But I I don't know, I actually like and kind of respect the tenth planet like system too and like that because some of those people have been training for a long time, just putting in just as much math time as we are, but they just hyper-focus on no-gi as opposed to doing gi with just a little bit of no-gi. I wouldn't say that they're not necessarily deserving of that belt. It's just a little different. I feel like it's, it's kind of weird, but I, I'm not anti them getting belted without putting on the gi.
3: Yeah, Eddie Bravo literally said, <laughs> he, here's a quote. He, literally said he said, when you train in the gi, you're just training no-gi with the gi on. Right? Yeah. Right. I always I thought like my game is pretty much no gi game. Like there are some stuffs I do with the lapel and stuff like that, yeah, and jokes, But my game is pretty identical gi and no gi. The reason being <clears throat> is when I fought MMA, I didn't want to become so reliant upon the gi that when I went to no I was trash. I didn't want it to be so. My best submissions are all no gi submissions. Um. I, I didn't want my, my best choke to be cross-collar from mount because that's not going to work in, in an <laughs> MMA fight, all right? I didn't want my best choke. I mean, I guess you could do an Ezekiel. But I didn't want my grips to be uh, dependent upon uh, a gi. So I
0: would train in the gi, and I wouldn't grip. I, felt, I would just stop gripping when I was fighting. I did the same thing over at Buffalo BJJ. I, would, I wouldn't even make grips on the collar. or just, I wouldn't grab anything. I just used... Nope. Shame. Uh like, like underhooks and overhooks, and like I never use the grips at all. Like I had to learn the grip game at Purple Belt, probably why see, I was at Purple Belt for eight years because I suck. But yeah I, I feel
1: like I'm different than both of you. See, I have like I always say like he's very much similar to gi and Nogi. I feel like my gi and Nogi game is completely different. Like, I don't know. I wish that I like probably roll the same and go for the same things but um i don't like i feel like my nogi game and my game are like pretty different like i feel I like i think
0: pretty different too actually yeah like, i think like my game, gi-
1: yeah i think like my nogi game i feel like i do like a lot of like because we all started at w and like i mean well not you but like i started at Y, and like we were like dubs was super good at leg locks like exposed us to leg locks and heel hooks and stuff like very like right off the bat type of thing so like i feel like my nogi game is very like leg lock heavy and um, i'm not afraid to do like heel hooks and stuff like that and i'm very much into like the leg lock game which you can't really do in the gi and stuff um and i mean i'll still do other stuff in nogi but i definitely feel like i roll with different intentions in both of them because in gi, I, I love, like, the back. Like, I love gi chokes. And I'm very, like, gi dependent in gi grips. Like, I'll play a lot of lasso guard, squid guard, weird stuff like that. So I feel like a lot of times, like, my both games won't really translate into each other.
0: I think that a, a belt, or not a belt, I think a test for a belt is, like, really, really good. Especially, like, it keeps everyone kind of the same. I always wanted to do like integrity I'm going to do a blue belt test where like so we all have the same fundamentals going forward so we're all like starting on the same page and then like I think in jiu-jitsu is pretty individual by the time we get to purple so I'm not sure what I want to do for testing there but like all of our homegrown blues are gonna all like test and then I'm not sure what I'm gonna do for purple brown and black but I think that's really good I use attendance and attitude just like you guys do and skill level too So like if they have a shitty class, I don't like market for attendance or if they're not ready, I just don't promote them. Like that happens a lot, even in the kids, like probably like the hardest kids, uh, kids go like uh, Emmett uh, earlier, he's like, I earned my belt today. I was like, no man, you gotta pass the test. You know, like I want all the kids to be on the same, same level, all the adults to be on the same level so they could teach each other. So like our systems can work with each other. I think it's really important as a gym to have that.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that and i definitely feel like being a little bit like i mean they're kids and i understand that but you still have to be realistic with them and like i appreciate and like respect that you're realistic with them you know like you still have to work for this like just because like you do well one day or like you do well a couple times like you still like have to put in the work or you have to be i'm i think testing for blue is like a very like good thing like i said I base, like, blue belt on having, like, a really good fundamental, like, knowledge, and I feel like sometimes, like, fundamentals kind of get lost, and, um, <laughs> what are you doing? But, um, <laughs> she loves Mike. She's a very daddy's girl, um, but, um, I definitely feel like the fundamentals get lost, so I definitely feel like, I think it's such a good idea that you have to, like, test for, blue belt and just make sure that they have a basic understanding of fundamentals. Like I said, I agree with you. Like once it gets past that, sometimes it's 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 hard to judge because it's when people start developing styles and kind of having their own paths. So it's always hard to hold them to the same thing.
0: Not only that, like then you have competitors. I mean, think you need to judge mm-hmm. people that are like trying to compete at a very high level and then your your regular athletes because like Fucking a purple belt that's going to world is probably better than me. Like they're probably gonna beat me every time we compete. Like maybe not at like if it's submission only, but if we go, they're gonna beat me in points for sure. It's probably gonna be like two nothing, just like today. Like I, I have a hard time with that. My thoughts
3: too on that is um why not why not reward the people that are putting in all that work by letting them win some competitions? You know what I mean? So like this guy. He's a bull belt. He's training for worlds. Why not let him win a couple tournaments at? Why not let him enjoy the fruits of his labor? You know, why just throw him right to purple belt? Let him enjoy some of those wins. You know, I'd rather, to me, I would, like, in a perfect world, I've talked to Ashley about this before. They would say every two and a half years, X amount of years, you're getting a new belt. Because I know me personally, Ashley, the same way. If I were coming up and it would be like, oh my God, I'm getting my next belt in six months, three months, two months. Holy shit. I do not want to be the people who are looking at is how the hell did he get this purple belt? Oh God,
2: no. I
3: would be working my ass off to be is the best I could be. I would rather have somebody think, man, is a blue belt that, man, that guy should be a purple belt as opposed to being a purple belt. And somebody thinking man that guy should how the hell who gave him this purple belt? to me that's um how, how i would me personally i would want uh it to be i never asked me personally too the only belt I honestly ever cared about and i was young too younger um was, like young. was um <laughs> was blue because at the time I felt like I had been training my whole life. I had been training a little over two years. I felt like I was training my whole life. And it's hard to tell people, um, dude, you gotta try this sport, it's so amazing. Oh, what belt are you? Oh, white belt. How long have you been training? Oh, two years. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Blue is honestly the only one that I cared about then. Purple, dude, funny story, I literally had somebody say to me, um, when I was going to get tested for purple belt, they go, oh, are you tested for purple belt? And I was like, yeah. They're like, oh, that's weird. That is so-and-so tested for purple? And I was like, no. I was like, oh, why is that? That guy always smashes me. Um, I, And I was like, I don't know. Dums asked me how long I, I had been training for. and I'm thinking, do you know, like, I take it easy on you? Like, I'm not trying, like, my hardest. I'm actually trying to work a little bit. Like, I was just like, I can't believe somebody said that to me. It
1: doesn't pay to be the nice guy sometimes. All right.
3: (laughs) Funny
0: story. I used to always let people come in, like, for first class and, like, do well against me, like, not get submitted, not get positioned, dominated. And then, like, two people both said, like, man, Like, he's not that good. I'm not going to go there. So now, like, I just make sure everybody knows that, like, they can't do anything. I just pin them to – I don't submit them, but, like, I pin them to the floor and I don't let them move, no matter how big they are. It's my goal to make them, like, tap out just from my pressure, like, over and over again.
1: It's so wild that people (laughs) even think that to me. Like, I never understood that. Like, I – even, like, even White Belt Ashley wouldn't think, like, dude, when people would let me work or I would get in a good position, I'm like, What are they setting up? What are they doing? They're just letting me win. Like, I was always so hyper, like, skeptical about it. So, it's so, like, strange to me that people would be like, I'm not going to this guy's gym, like, because, like, I I just smash it. Like, really? Like, do you really think somebody that's, like, a gym owner, like, their goal is to, like, just manhandle you? Like, you said, like, you you want to be, like, nice. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, dude, I don't blame you. Like, it's... What, wait, what? How did he even get up there?
3: Oh, no. Sorry. Cat, wait. Our
1: yeah, he's like, he's trying to eat my bamboo plant. Oh, we man. moved, like, one chair, and now they're, like, it's a
3: free-for-all. It's
0: like this. Uh, <laughs> I, I,
3: I, I had a guy last week, so I was competing today, yeah, right? this is last week, and generally, like, in training, you've rolled with me, right? Or, or maybe students, or if you're listening to this, you've rolled with me. I'm not rolling with you like it's the world's
1: awesome.
3: yeah um but um so i had this guy i was rolling with and he's like come on let me do that i was like no I, I didn't. come on you let me like okay all right he goes come on man you're not even trying i was like all right fuck this so i swept him and i go you know what i said to i go come on man you let me sweep you and then i <laughs> then i passed I was like, come on man, you let me pass. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like I'm like, dude, I'm just I don't know, I, I try to roll uh I, I try to roll easy, you know what I mean? Like I try to work. Um so my goals in jujitsu I think are different than other people's. Um, <laughs>
1: kids.
2: <laughs>
3: my goal is um not points. My goal is I'm not good at points. <clears throat> because my goal is um, self defense in jujitsu, so I use jujitsu for if um, it's a one on one. this is the way I look at jujitsu. It's a one on one. Um, it's
1: sorry, you're back. Boo! I, I'm sorry, my cats are unruly. <laughs> Come on,
0: boss. I can't hear you. No. Oh, she went away with so the speaker part.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll be right back.
0: Boo! Uh, I'm going to talk <laughs> while you guys are fixing everything. So uh, the other day I had a, a kickboxer guy come up to me and like, he's like his second day of class. And he's like, oh, I got you. You're not even hitting me that hard. Like I'm, I felt like I was doing really good. So Luke, come for you next time you spar, just so I know. <laughs> That's my story. That was really quick. I thought Ashley was going to be quicker.
1: I'm trying.
0: Come on, Ashley.
1: (laughs) I'm trying. I
0: was like, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can
2: hear
1: you now. All close. Shannon, if you're watching, come get your nephew.
3: Yeah. So my thoughts on it, it's one-on-one. One Uh, one of us is going to survive. One of us can walk away from this. Um, I can't get away from this situation. So the way I look at it is my number one goal is to make sure that I'm not going to get submitted. That should be my number one priority if i can't get submitted eventually i'm gonna um, get the person right i i want jujitsu to be like i could show people this is why i want this is why i love i don't want it to be well i kind of got by his hips for a second uh so i got an advantage i just my goal is, is submissions so i give up bad position sometimes to go for submissions. It happens. Um, just points game isn't my uh, isn't my thing. These kids are
2: being it? it's Mosey. Man,
0: All right, let's, Uh, what are your final thoughts on tournaments, guys? On, on the Buffalo Classic tournament,
3: dude, I loved it. I, dude, I'm telling you, like, good vibes. Like, oh my god, appreciate <laughs> you. I'm sorry, but um, dude, I had a great experience. I thought everyone was super cool um gosh on his podcast um one thing he noticed before the match shook after the match hugs um every uh all the matches win lose there was uh a lot of mutual respect amongst everybody um it was great to see all the black belts uh competing That did i think we had 10 or 11 which is cool uh We've been around
1: long enough. We don't have anything to prove to anybody, you know. Like, we went out there and did our best. no, you can't go away because then I'm not sure are not gonna be able to hear. It's fine, just let them go. we'll figure it out. They're
0: not stupid. We'll figure oh it man. out. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh oh I no, no, term, you're
1: fine.
0: I thought the tournament um, was awesome. We did uh like a good job as a community coming together. It's great to see Flores get his black belt. It's great to see everyone do good, it's good to see a lot like. I go there and I see a lot of people I haven't seen them for a really long time and it's just a great experience to see everybody and watch everyone grow and see how they're doing in life and stuff too so I love going there it's great to see I do have one more thing to say about belts like eventually you're gonna get a black belt so like if you rush through it when you're a black belt you'll be like man I wish I was this belt longer I wish I was this belt longer I wish I was this belt longer yeah I was gonna say that's
1: what we talk about all the time I always yeah. say like you you don't realize like when you're going through it i feel like some people but i always like say like just enjoy the journey enjoy your belts like i don't know like i always say like it's like it's just a journey it's a process like enjoy the journey like they always say it's cliche as it sounds it's so true like don't rush it just enjoy it like i've for good, bad, like, we talked about a little bit of it on, like, my personal podcast that I had with you, like, good, bad, everything in between, like, I enjoyed and, like, learned from all the stuff, like, from white belt to blue belt and, or from white belt to black belt, like, just, like, enjoy it, like, enjoy the journey, grow with the journey, if you rush it, like, I, I feel like you're just, like, kind of robbing yourself of the time and experience, like, experiences matter more than I feel like the actual, like, belt. like, just really, like, learn as much as you can, experience it, because once you get to black belt, like, you're not gonna have those, like, new belt promotions every couple years, like, it's pretty much, like, you still have to stay motivated, you still have to come up, like, come to the gym all the time and train but there's not that like motivation of the next belt
3: george George told us at the seminar he told us what do we get now we get a couple stripes what does that mean we just got older you
0: know like so enjoy the belts
1: yeah which i never thought
0: of if you want to like travel and go to other places the best time to do is like blue belt too like no one's trying to. when you're a black belt you have to be careful sometimes like i won't be trying to kill you so like. You gotta be a
3: little bit more careful when you travel. I'll add one thought to um, like people say, like um, a belt only covers what inch your ass. Too many. What do they say?
2: Um, Inch your ass. Inch your
3: ass, right? So me, I think belts actually make you better. So I think people consciously, subconsciously, they go after the new blue belt harder than they would a white belt, or they go the purple belt because. Consciously or subconsciously, they're trying to prove to either themselves or the professor that, hey, look at me. I subbed this purple belt. I should be a purple belt. That happens a lot, I feel like. <clears throat> so it makes it it makes, you, yeah, it, make, it, it it makes you tougher, right? Um, it stings more when you're a purple belt tapping to a white belt than a blue belt, right? It stings more when you're a brown belt and you get tapped by a white belt. It stings more when you're a black belt getting tapped, like as opposed to when you were a blue belt or a, a purple belt
0: um, did you guys get some acai yes
1: i didn't i i was cold i'm always freezing and i just felt like it was gonna make me too cold and i was running around all over the place gotta make sure we to shout out. out
0: he doesn't sponsor this at all but i still love him enough to give him a shout out
1: oh yeah i regret not having acai because Literally, he had the best acai bowls that ever. Like, I wish he had a shop that I can go to every day. Seriously, shout out to and what is it, the acai project?
2: Yeah. They did
1: great and uh, super good dude. Again, we trained with him, but even if we didn't, I would still love his acai bowls. They're the I best. You want
0: some knockoff ones? They have them at Dash's too, but they're not as good. I was
1: going to say, Dash's is like probably the next best ones. Like, <laughs> and like, I'm buying, I mean, well, you live over there. We live over there. We live by each other, so it's probably yeah. like the next best thing. But
3: so I'll tell you this too: my favorite moment of the tournament was winning the team trophy. That meant a lot to me. Like, uh, so I'm so excited about uh, it, dude. That that made my day. Just to, um, uh, I remember my bowling coach back in high school. He said you could go to states as an individual or you could go as a team. He goes, if you go as an individual. goes who's going to be happy for you? You, your mom, maybe your girlfriend, right? But when you get to celebrate stuff as a team with more people, you have people to share that with. So we always chose team um when we wanted to bowl for at sectionals. Um in 98 we ended up going to states with our female team and we sent an individual which is cool. But um you get to share that with people. It's always more fun to share victories with people than solo victories. What do they say? It's it's lonely at the top or something like that. Like, who are you celebrating it with? Your girlfriend, your mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you win team events. Everybody, When Josh told us, dude, I almost cried. I really did. Yeah. I mean, it's a local tournament. But you know what? To me, that was like my worlds. Like, to me, local tournament, I'm not good enough for worlds. Like, I'm not... I'm, I'm too old. I'm just not good enough, right? And it's too expensive. I'm poor. Um, but to, to compete in a local Sorry. tournament, I'm going to do the best I can. And that's all I got, you know? So to me, that it means a lot to compete locally. Um, so Josh, I appreciate the, um, uh, the tournament and um, hosting a tournament. I hope you do one in September. Um, I want a rematch with Jeff Nogi mm-hmm. Super oh, no yeah. Uh, yes, 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 yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. I'll wrap that one. I'll I'll be like the guest referee just for that one. I promise I will be unbiased. But no, I was like like he said, um honestly that was a highlight for me. Like we were such on a high after that happened because I don't know, like honestly, and this is no like disrespect to any place that I've ever been at. I, I I'm so happy now. Like I'm so happy at this place. I'm so happy about like the friendships that the new friendships that I've like made at this house or at this place. Um, Plus the friends that I get to train with again that have known me since White Belt. Like I'm so happy. I was like a proud mom today. Like that's how I felt. Like I don't have like regular kids. I have cats, but like Dude, I was so proud of everybody who competed from our team and how good that they did and that they like really went out and represented well and win or lose, like I was so happy for them. Like like you said, like you turn into the hype woman. Like I was so hyped for all of them and so excited (laughs) and um when we won it. Like seeing Eduardo, like Eduardo is like the nicest, most humble guy. Like seeing him so excited, like he grabs it and he's like, We're gonna get him on your show. Yes, we will
0: thank um, you i appreciate that i really want to get him
1: oh my god like i said he's the really nice and he grabbed the trophy and he's like ah. and like i was like hey like congratulations like i'm super happy and he, like right away he was like No, no 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 like it's all them like they're the ones that compete and stuff like that and he's like it's all them and i'm like it is like they're the ones that are going out and competing but a lot of like competing is like coaching and leadership and i go like, as much as Mike and I teach there, like, he's, like, the main instructor there, and I'm, like, you are such a great, like, leader, and you lead by example, he's so friendly, he's so nice, he's so caring of his students, like, he really puts in the time, and both Mike and I try to do that, too, as well, like, we really genuinely care about the students there, and, like, want to make people better, and, like, want to be there for them like whether they win or lose like if they lose I'm gonna hug them the same way that they as they win you know and it was like it was just like that I think for me and Mike it was like that long journey and road it was like kind of like the validation of like a lot of the hard work and stuff like and like getting to the point where we're actually happy now it was just like It kind of like paid off it's like the hard work and like all the changes that we went through and like we talked about it a little bit on the podcast um a couple days ago about like all the different changes they're not always easy to make but when you get there and you like see success and you see happiness in that and life's about being happy and like happy and finding that pursuit of happiness and when you get there and like you do well and you see your friends doing well like i was more excited about Mike winning, like, I was super proud of him, like, winning his division, and I thought he looked super good, compared to, like, other competitions that he's done, and, like, seeing, like, you teammates compete I was compete a little bit well. nervous.
0: I was a little bit nervous to go against you too. my You look on fire.
1: <laughs> hair. Now we'll never get rid of the blonde hair, unfortunately, though, but...
2: this still doesn't make him wrestle
0: better.
1: I know, you know, it happens, but no, it was, it was really great. It was definitely like a highlight, like I'm still in a high from it. Like I, I'm just so excited and so happy and so proud of like everybody. Like I, I, I really honestly couldn't, uh, ask for a better team. Like I'm so happy. And even people that aren't on our team, like he said, like, and you even said, like, we all know each other by this point it's so great to see people and talk to people and I think that's what's so great about having local tournaments is because it's still a relatively small community like seeing everybody that we know and just being able to like talk to each other and catch up and it's great like everybody for the most part is super awesome and (coughs) I think Josh does such a good job with like organizing everything and you know he definitely deserves like all the credit in the world for doing this and really putting a lot of time and energy into
0: it. for everyone that's watching and doesn't know where you guys are from, Team GFT, SPAR. They they are at SPAR. And as you know the address?
1: No, I didn't. I know. Oh, my God. Dude, they were all, like, so happy, though. They didn't even, like, nobody called me out about the address, though. But we are on transit in front of the Eastern Hills Mall. In the old Jada Blitz next to the Ninja Warrior training in front of Jada Blitz. So, if you ever want to check it out, both me and my coach, and Eduardo is awesome too. He coaches and teaches, and Sean.
3: All the coaches are great. Kevin, no. I was worried about your uh, Kamora. I remember watching Kevin at uh, Raging Wolf rip a Kamora on somebody, um, and I was like, I know Kevin is a nice guy. He wouldn't rip it on me. Oh, man, <laughs> I was working my Kabor defense. It is true. I was to here.
1: say that is true. He was working that today before we left the house. So
3: yeah, I, I actually don't like warming up too much on the bat. Maybe I'm self conscious like at the tournament. I would prefer to warm up just at the house or whatever. I feel like people are watching me. That's the one uh the one fight at the rainbow rink. I just felt like I couldn't get away from people like I felt like people were watching me I, I didn't like it um uh, I liked always like the fights where you had your own locker room and people weren't uh watching
0: you I don't know
1: can I ask you a question Jeff even though this is your podcast you're
0: always always feel free
1: what was your favorite part of the tournament today and what did you take away from it
0: uh I'm not sure I want to say what my favorite personal part was but my favorite part was um watching uh Matt gives black belt that was my uh that was the best moment and to be honest with you my favorite moment is the first time i ever choked mike out and since, we were belts, like, dude, since we're blue belt i was like dude i was surprised
1: we're... i was actually like I, I i know i probably shouldn't say this sitting next to mike here but i was like low-key like super proud and happy for you that you tapped into a choke because nobody knows more than me how hard it is to choke this man if you get a choke like you earn it like yeah i'm stubborn and, like, he was the first person I ever put unconscious and like I didn't even realize it and like so when I saw you choke him and he like tapped to it I'm like I was like low-key proud of you but I couldn't like stand up and celebrate like I was just like yeah but I'm sorry Mike but yeah <laughs>
0: I've been <laughs> trying to choke you forever dude like we used to battle and everyone joked that we're the two unchokable people like because we're both oh, yeah very that's difficult what I was yeah that was good
1: when he went from yeah. the triangle I was like He's so hard to choke.
3: Yeah, yeah dude, it was in my head, too. I'm like, dude, when I had it, I'm like, dude, I'm wasting my time. Dude. I'm like, he is so hard. I was like, Jeff is so hard to choke. I'm like, what else do I got? I'm like, I got to think of something else on the
1: spot right here. Pokemon the eye, maybe? Yeah, poke
0: him in the eye. That works okay. good. I, I don't, I'm not saying that to be, like, braggadocious, but, like, to me, like, it's huge that I could ever catch it. Like, I never in never, my life thought I was ever going to catch you in a choke. Like, yeah, I didn't from, think so, and like. <laughs> you.
1: Congratulations, Jeff! You did great, yeah. though. Like, I was super Sorry. proud of you. Like, and we were both rooting for you. Like, even after, like I said, like, it's weird too. Like, I feel like because we get to a point, like, especially you guys, you've all known each other forever. Like, it was a plug his nose and cover as well
2: I, mean, I keep the here. Hey, 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 Kevin, Kevin! I'll tell
3: you this: I had um, a black. Belt. I won't say who. Had me in a choke. I literally just went like this. I looked at him like this, and I go, "Here, let let me help you. Let me help you." So I started like hugging my nose. I go, "Here, let me help you." I was like, "You're so close." I was like, oh, "I can." I can't. Is that me? No,
1: wasn't. I mean, so oh, no. I was just say that's the stuff he does to me all the time. Mike talks a ton of shit to me. um Like I always say, like people think like Mike is hard on them. I don't feel bad for them. Like not even like the tiniest bit because I'm like try being me because he is ten times harder on me like I mean it's great because we both are very hard on each other and like motivate each other and we're super competitive with each other like Mike once told somebody that he would rather lose to anybody else in the gym besides me even brand new people yeah which I I was really offended about I'll say this too like.
3: So I I have people try to submit me with like some of my favorite submissions. I would literally look them dead in the eye and I would say, "Have you ever seen the Rocket Rock Bottom?" <laughs>
1: what? What? <laughs> yeah, so I'm I, proud of you for choking, Mike. <laughs> I just want to
0: say, like, if it wasn't for Joe K, okay, you probably would have commented that for Plana too. Like, uh, he does that shit yeah, to me all the I'm time. Hungry. So, like, That's he not ruined your game for you. Joke? Yes, yeah, Tiger have, Joe. It, Tiger.
1: That's like one of my favorite things. Although I, I actually favor Tarco Platos a little bit more than Barco Platos now, but
3: uh,
1: yeah, probably. But I, I'm, I'm always for people hitting them. So Joe K, if you're listening. Good work. Respect.
0: Thank you so much, Mike. I really appreciate the role. It was like so good to roll you. It always is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Always, bro.
1: We always have so much respect for you. Like I always hype you up. Like. I Jeff was standing there next to me today at the tournament. I was like I was like you're the best. He's like and he's like totally like in a more. He's like, wait, me? I'm like, yeah. I was like, You're the best. <laughs> I agree. And he was just like, Oh, I'm like and then he's like, No, I'm like, You got the best podcast. And <laughs> he's like, man. I agree with that.
0: I do have the yeah. best podcast.
1: I said I'm gonna make man. it again. I know, Ray. I know, we missed you, Ray. He did say like earlier, I think he said, Love you guys. So love you too, yeah.
0: Ray. Ray is actually the, he took his um girlfriend Shard, to immediate care they're all a little oh, sick so
2: yeah. uh, oh, he was not able yeah. to make
0: today might not be able to make tomorrow either so when we do joe taylor tomorrow it might just be me for everyone that's listening that actually watches just a podcast not just the people but um ray will be back as soon as he can
1: oh well sending good vibes and good well guy, wishes to you
0: ray yeah your he's not fucking you. you on purpose and then we got to get you back on, Mike. We got to do... I want to try and get all the black belts again. Like, I want to go through, like... Yeah. We say should do, like, one, out.
1: all of us at a time. That'd be Oh, really my hard. God. I'll say this.
3: Uh, a guy be in my house was talking to me about it, and I told him I did a podcast with you... How many years ago? Six, seven? Six, yeah, six
0: or seven. Yeah, it's still up. Okay. You can definitely find it.
3: Yeah, so I told him, um... Uh, a lot of my opinions have changed since then. Um I would say, like, uh like for example, the women's only I, I think before I didn't like it because I thought it was um discriminating. However, if you're thinking about it a lot more, it's because 'cause I'm like, why don't we have one for males under hundred and twenty pounds, you know what I mean? Or or this or this. Um but I think the gym would have actually had it if we had a demographic for it. You know what I mean? If there was twenty guys under hundred and twenty pounds that well, I think, to too, it's just that
1: guys don't always understand like the struggles and different things that women go through that make them not comfortable for with jujitsu. yeah
3: so so uh, i think there was a quote by Ali mm-hmm. and um he said that if you ask a man who if, who has the same opinion as he was 35 as he did was 25 i'll show you a man who wasted 10 years of his life um i'm pretty sure that's how the quote went it went something to that effect So my opinions definitely have changed in
0: the last six years on certain topics. Thanks to my i She changed changed a lot too. I used to think like, if you can't roll, you should never be promoted. It didn't even matter what you knew. Like I'm so different now. Like I've changed so much in the last, like uh, even like as a coach, I changed more and more too. Like you see more and more different people struggle through different things. It opens your eyes to a lot of stuff. I mean, you don't know things to experience them, you know? Like you learn a lot, teaching.
1: I was gonna say that's when I felt like I started learning the most, honestly, is like teaching and like coaching and stuff. Like like you said, it you said it perfectly. Like it opens your eyes and you meet different people and different struggles and you see a lot of different things and you have to like you even said before, like you felt like teaching makes you better. I feel the same way because you have to break things down to people that don't know anything about this especially like day one people it's just very interesting i feel like it gives you a different perspective of it like when you're just worried about yourself and just training i feel like it's so easy to get in certain mindsets but when you're coaching and teaching it's just it really definitely does change your perspective on a lot of things i feel like
0: i vote myself coach of the day for snacks
1: dude you were he was the mvp he shared his (laughs) bananas with me and he gave me a free water. I was
3: pumped. Yeah, so I almost cried when we were the I saw three. It's important. cried when I saw three, um, or
0: not Oreos, um, chocolate chip cookies on the ground. Yes, <laughs> you know what, them kid, Harper, Aurora, and London, you dropping cookies on the ground, wasteful, wasteful. Oh kid. no, I ate them. I ate them anyway. Who said oh, that okay. they
1: were having cookies earlier here? On the was it Kevin? Did Kevin say he had cookies? Because I was yeah, like, sure
0: know, I well I, I didn't offer cookies. Kevin any cookies. He's too big. He's rooted against me. Screw him.
1: I I I didn't even like. see, I don't really like Oreos though. I'm not an Oreo fan. I know that's like unpopular opinion. Sorry for the people that are fans of Oreos. I don't
3: like the double uh, double thick Oreos. The double stuff. Same,
1: Kevin. Like
0: peanut butter Actually, Oreos are phenomenal. You guys are.
1: Uh, I've never
0: know. had them. Okay. So like, like peanut butter? Great.
1: I'm not a huge sweets person. I'm more of like a savory person. Like fresh cut fries and French fries are my weakness. Like, ugh, I can probably eat my weight in fries.
0: I just came I off the carnivore diet today, eating Cheez-Its and cookies, and I had an ice cream. <laughs> gonna have pizza. I'm not. I'm not gonna feel too good tomorrow at the gym. Sorry, guys. All right, I gotta get These out here because I gotta. Uh, I gotta go get pizza for Forrest before all the pizzerias close um thank you guys so much for jumping on thanks for having
1: us thanks for having us i appreciate it thank you for being awesome thank you guys for making
0: the community better too thank you for making the community better and
1: being like such a great part of like allowing people that are local to have like a platform like this. It's super important. Yeah, we'll be at uh, Integrity, one of
3: these uh, coming friends. Yes.
1: Also, um, check out Grappling Industries. We'll probably see you there. We'll be coaching, or not coaching, but uh, yeah. we're actually roughing there. So, next weekend, say hi to us. Yes, we'll it's be it. around.
3: Northern Academy is a great
0: tournament. Um, we can do no here, right there, Mike. We can probably both sign uh, up still. So. <laughs> I'll
3: be the ref. I don't know. Josh, catch is yeah. super fire.
0: He's awesome. All right, that's my Jared BBC, that lost a lot right? of weight. I, I really got to gotta go, or uh, I'll talk to you guys all night. Right. We're already over I'll two hours. You. Peace, guys. Take it easy. Peace.
2: See ya.
0: Guys are the best. Thank you for listening.